today on the program. I am not eating one iota of shit. It's Knives Out. party i'm your host nick joining me today is the bathroom beating to my little nazi anthony <laughs> i think that the little nazi that was bathroom beating so i guess from, i mean it doesn't that's yeah. what we were doing yeah, yeah. i mean neither of us are nazis though <laughs> <laughs> yeah i called mine a, a little nazi so i <laughs> beat it harder beat him beat it like i caught it breaking into my house <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. I don't like it. Uh, You would, though. Mm -mm. (laughs) Taco Mm -mm. in one hand, dick in the other. Just living my best life. I like to (laughs) shave my pubes into a little You're going to make me blitzkrieg. (laughs) I shave my pubes into a little little Hitler stash. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I give mine the Mussolini. Stop. (laughs) Is that because it angles to the left? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> big big mustache. <laughs> All right. Also, uh, orchestrating the shit show via the internet, Elise. Hi, guys. How are we doing today? Other than hanging to the left, apparently. <laughs> Very well manscaped. <laughs> I mean, the ladies love it. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It's like a robin's eggs in a buzzard's nest down there. <laughs> <laughs> you said Robin. I thought you were going to say it's like Robin Williams' entire body down there. <laughs> I saw a, uh, I saw. I think it was a Reddit post. Um, somebody had redone their deck, and they just posted. It was like on an R slash Look what I did or some subreddit, and they were like, uh, "No experience redid my deck." Um, I think it looks pretty nice, and it did. It was it was a nicely done deck. But the first, like the top comment on it was. Nice deck, bro. And then he responded to it and was like, "Thanks, I trimmed the bushes to make my deck look bigger." <laughs> hey, man. Some sometimes you gotta, you know. <laughs> uh, also, that 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 voice, listeners, is Dan. That lovely voice. Oh, hey, it's yeah, me. Dan. <laughs> Sorry, you you told your your, your deck story joke. before your introduction, but that's all right. Yeah. People usually get to know your deck before they pulls get to his know deck you. out before he even told us yeah. his name. Yeah. That's look, look! Right. I've worked with the guy. Deck, deck first, next yeah. player. Yeah, I, I've worked with him. That is true. That is <laughs> that is how he operates. <sighs> Today, for losers. we are talking about Knives Out from 2019, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. You will know Ryan Johnson from Looper and Episode 8, The Luber? Last Jedi. Luber? Looper? Looper. Looper. Oh, that makes more sense. Like, what the hell is Luber? This is the guy on the... Oh, just... that's, I thought the same thing. I was like, well, we all got to start somewhere. <laughs> like, this is the... are, we, are we still watching A Knight's Tale or what's going on with this Luber over it's here? This the guy on, this, on the side of this set of the porn with the thing of... <laughs> I like to think of like one of those oil cans that clicks. Like... Gun. That is not how we do it. That's not how we do it at the rewatch. Party. Oh no! It's great. Yeah, you got in there like a nice little bead, like caulking around the window. Just <laughs> luber, get in there. <laughs> yep. It's all about the caulking. Yeah. <laughs> so, Elise, 
Do you have numbers for us on this <laughs> one or no? I have no numbers for you boys this no week numbers. because okay. Elise has been under the weather. She's this movie the was made with a certain amount of money and it made another amount of money. And um, I knew it. I mean, I could get you some it numbers. Enough, you, you do your thing. It you did enough for a second. A uh, budget of $40 million opening weekend. It gave us $26.7 million. <laughs> Overall gross, $165 million. That is substantially lower than I would uh, guess. Worldwide. Yeah. Sorry. Worldwide gross is $312 million. Domestic gross is 165. Worldwide is 312 million dollars. Enough for a sequel, which is also very entertaining. I am a fan of both of these nice yeah. out movies. And it's not really like and a sequel per se. This... I guess it is yeah. kind of. Sorry. No, it's a, it is kind of technically a sequel. This is a two hour and ten minute movie. I can tell you that much. At, not if you're trying to take notes to explain this fucking movie. Then it is a 24 hour movie. It took so long. <laughs> For me to be able to write this thing out. Ugh. Anyway, so I guess we should probably get into it. Otherwise, this is going to be a 24-hour episode. So, we open up on a giant a giant estate. You know, massive house. All these dogs running in slow motion. We got some nice chamber music set in this eerie tone. Uh, we do see a mug that says, My house, my rules, my coffee. Gets set down on a tray. A woman is taking it up the stairs. <clears throat> And and as she's going, you know, the house is set up. It's it's empty of people, but there's random masks Dog. and dolls and collectibles and antiques collectibles. and just 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 shit everywhere. It's like uh, when my mom but used it's... to take us shopping because my mom loves to go antique shopping. So we spent so much time of my childhood in stores that it looked exactly like this fucking place. Well, um, I would like to say that this place is a little more put together than antique than most shop. antique stores. Oh. Yeah, but it, it is still just. <laughs> There's no real theme other than random yeah. shit everywhere. Um, so all of this, and especially all the, the little like clown dolls and masks, and then the violin music gets super erratic, and it's all like... Yeah. Kind of this an is eerie, what Stephen King's house looks like. Probably. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm uncomfortable at this point yeah. already. Yeah. And so she gets upstairs, and she's like, Good morning, Mr. Thromby! But the bed is empty. She's like, oh, Okay. So she opens up a hidden door, awesome, and awesome. goes up more oh, stairs to a hidden attic library. What the fuck? Uh, I need I need hidden I attic care. library awesome. money. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I need in my life is a hidden attic library. Uh, down here in Texas, it'd be a hidden place to die of heat exhaustion. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. Um. So she screams because she sees a body. On the couch, there's blood pooling, dripping down on the floor, and a knife. And then we get the title card, Knives Out. And then Anna de Armas snaps awake, and she's all panicked. And I'm like, I'll calm you down, girl. What's going on? What's up, baby? <laughs> yeah, Nick uh, <clears throat> Nick has a thing. You got a, you're a big Armas fan. Oh, you don't even understand how much this man loves yeah, little uh, How you feel about uh, uh, Shannon Shimmer from last week's episode, Somerset? I do like Shannon Shimmer. Somerset, yeah. summer, summer here, summer there. What's her last name? I don't know. Anyway, the way Sossaman. you feel about her, Sossaman? Sossaman. Yeah, all Sossaman. Um, <laughs> how I feel about the, basically. The Dan, what 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 would happen is you know that taco orgy like. 
not only would he be having a taco orgy by himself with pictures of Anna all around him, he would be televising that thing just so that everybody. Well, could you got to make money somehow. <laughs> never, never waste an opportunity. That's what my dad always. It said. can't really be a taco orgy if it's just yourself. That's just a taco station for your masturbation. We proved that incorrect last <laughs> we week. Did we prove did. That incorrect. We did. So Anna is back on the show after Blade Runner 2049, where I do remember one bit of trivia about Blade Runner 2049. She had no problem with the nudity in the movie, but she refused to touch her hair. That was, it got to have priorities, I guess. Hey, I'm just fine. I won't touch her That's... hair either. <laughs> yeah. So... She got to keep her natural hair in this movie. So, all is well. And just because she always had, like, pink hair. Oh, and she stuff. wouldn't touch her hair, like, change yeah. it. You couldn't cut it. Oh, they couldn't change oh, it. Okay, like, she okay. physically would Sorry, touch it. I thought you meant, like, like physically touch it. I'm like... No, oh, no, she's just like, you're not okay. doing anything to my hair. But her character needed to because she was, like, a... Sex robot. Uh, sex well, robot. They're, well, they're called, they're, they're called wigs. It's fine. Aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. What? What? So... Uh, now we're one week after Harlan Thrombey's demise. Such uh, a good name, Harlan Thrombey. She's in. One. She's in her kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> At least got weird yeah. with that. <laughs> she leaned back and she smirked. Uh, so she's in her kitchen with the oh, mom and Harlan, sister. You're a uh, the sister standing at the kitchen counter watching some like soap opera. Anna's sitting at the kitchen table reading the news on her laptop, and the mom is just sitting there like both of my daughters are staring at screens instead of me, but she's yelling like, hey, turn that fucking news off. They're talking about murder after what your sister just fucking went through. Like, are you, are you fucking stupid? And so she, she has to turn that off. And then uh, she gets a call, and we see the name Walt on her phone. Walt calls. And it's like, hey, do you mind coming to the house early to please have questions for everyone? That's my impression of the voice on the phone. So uh, that really that's a good. shitty. I thought I, thought I was in yeah. the film. We don't know who it is yet. Do it in French. We don't know Sorry. who it is. So she races up to the house in her shitty little like Hyundai, and is totally out of place. Which I relate to uh, when I did catering events in Los Angeles, and I had a Chevy Blazer with the front end all mangled because I wrecked it. And I would pull I up to mansions in Beverly Hills to like cater. I'm like, yeah, pardon the engine fluids leaking all over. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to serve your fish or whatever. <laughs> I brought the taco. Yeah. Yeah. Here to don't, your worry. Taco don't worry, there's fluids in here too. Come on in. <laughs> so I really I brought extra sour cream. It's fine. Yeah, you, you can have. I'm here. I'm here for the coffee walk. <laughs> That is seriously the best. You need to make that into a food truck, the cock and guac. It's specialized uh, it's just in chicken. chicken. Chicken tacos, guacamole on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Cock and uh, guac. So this, as she, she you know, parks and is getting out of her car, this cop's like, hey, are you with the help? And then this girl comes running into the into the scene. Help? She's this fucking nurse. The help? Come on. She's fucking practically family, you piece of shit. Um, so then this girl says, sorry, Marta. So we find out Anna de Armas is Marta. And this girl is Meg. Uh, she's, hey, don't worry. Whatever you need, you're part of this family. We're going to get through this together. You know, nobody's mad at you. We're, whatever the fucking cops are doing, everything's fine. We're, we're all we're on this together. Then Jamie Lee Curtis opens the door. And you as a viewer are like, oh, just got blessed. Yes. Just got blessed. Yes. My eyes. Jamie Lee Curtis. 
fucking I, rules. Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, it's a blessing. Uh, goddess. And every time. I'm, I'm pretty sure an eternal, an eternal blessing. She, she'll never no, die. She better no. not. And as far as I know, she's always existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think there are cave drawings mm-hmm. of her. She's, she's in. 100%. She is infinite. Infinite. She's, that is fact. She is everything and nothing. She's she I, is I, everything. I'm not embarrassed. Everywhere to say all at once. Or all at once. <laughs> uh, I get it. So <laughs> I get she it. <laughs> she plays Linda's Linda Drysdale as Harlan's daughter, and uh, you know she's telling Anna, "You should have been at the funeral. I, I really wanted you there, but I was outvoted." And then as she's trying to explain to to Marta, like how much oh, I just really wanted you to be there, we hear, "Well, get arrested." Die up your own ass. <laughs> we turn around and here's Don Johnson. I'm like, die up your own ass? What? I want to tell somebody that so bad. <laughs> You're, it, hey, all it takes is words. <laughs> die up your own ass. No, I want I want the Next perfect... time you at the DMV. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. I need to... Uh, go to the, the car now. rental car rental counter and... Do your own planes, trains, and automobiles scene. <laughs> yes. Um, like so anyway, uh, Don Johnson plays absolute shit turd Richard Drysdale. And uh, <laughs> absolute shit turd. <laughs> Credit. Yes. Credit. <laughs> uh, so Linda's husband, like Don Johnson, could ever land Jamie Lee Curtis. So. Uh, they're, they're talking about Don Johnson looked pretty good too, seventy year old man, you know, in this movie. Not so, bad for yeah. being for being an old man. And I, I, I was thinking this might be Don Johnson's first. I know he'll be back in Machete, absolutely, but I, this might be Don Johnson's first appearance in the rewatch. It is, it is his first. Yeah. So welcome, Don Johnson. Welcome, Just Don. let the warmth shower you. He wasn't in Django. For some reason, I was thinking he was in Django. He is in Django. That's right. Yeah. He was. Yeah. For the uh, the KKK scene where they can't get their hoods figured out. <laughs> Yes. Oh, right. So, and we know he's listening. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you, for thank you for your service, Don. Thank you, Don, uh, and your Johnson, Mr. Johnson. Um, so, anyway, they talk about how Ransom isn't coming. That little shit. So, Ransom is a is a is a name, and uh, we got to remember these things because this is a detective movie. So, every every line of dialogue and everything you see is a clue. So, you, you it's know, it's a real who's very it. important. Linda goes in to talk first. She's the first one to sit with the cops. We meet, uh, the movie tells us we're reintroducing as a formality, uh, just a nice line so that we, the viewers, get to meet uh, Lieutenant Elliot and his buddy Trooper Wagner. Uh, Lieutenant Elliot, I didn't write down who... Troopers are known for their murder investigations. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yes. I guess he's just there to... Police? Just, just general, general police stuff. As Lieutenant Elliot, uh, sort of like the LAPD going to Oregon. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Jurisdiction has no jurisdiction here. So uh, you don't need it. Lieutenant Elliot is played by Lakeith Stanfield from Sorry to Bother You, Selma. That's what he's from. I was like, I know this guy from some, definitely something. I don't know if he had a uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Ugh, such good. Let's watch that instead. Uh, so no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, great movie. Shut up. No. Uh, so we're talking. He he says we are talking to Linda Harlan, eldest daughter, uh, discussing events the night of his demise on November eighth. And uh, I like Trooper Wagner's even like sorry for your loss. 
which is kind of a weird little throwaway line, but uh, just Jamie Lee Curtis, thank you. That means a lot with such sarcasm. Like she, thanks, random officer that's fucking here inconveniencing me while we're trying to deal with my dad's death. <laughs> that means so much. Your fake yeah. sympathy is so helpful. Just, just nice little veiled shittiness. Um, so that night of the death, the the infamous night. The family had gathered for Harlan's 85th birthday. Oh, how was it? What, the party pre-my dad's death? It was great. <laughs> Which is a fucking awesome line. I mean, technically every party was pre-your dad's death, right? <laughs> so as of now, yeah. yeah. Unless one took place over the last six yeah. days. Which, world's a big place. I'm sure there's been at least one. So... We cut back to aforementioned party. Lots of people. Marta, Marta's there. Uh, we do find out her family's from Ecuador. Got to make sure we know about that because of, you know, a certain right-wing conversation. Is it, is it Guatemala or they keep, yeah, they, they, they use every it. South American country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's other help there and friends and a bunch of people. Uh, both members of Garfunkel and Oates, the female novelty band, Garfunkel and Oates, both of them are here. Yep. And that's how you know it's a party. Oh. Like both? both? Yeah. Only one of them actually is a character, but they're both there. Wow. I totally missed yeah. that one. It, it ain't a party unless you have Garfunkel and Oates. Right. So. I love them. They are hilarious. They're fantastic people. Um, the, the song God's Loophole is one of the greatest creations yes. in music history. Yes. So. Harlan's mom is even there. Just like, oh, is his mother? How old is she? I don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't know. He's 85 and she's still shuffling around. Yeah. So. Uh, fucking got to be at least 100. I'm guessing. At least 100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Much like Jamie Lee Curtis, probably yeah. a journal. Not aging <laughs> well, as well. She probably, considering <laughs> he's 85 and the years in which of all of this happened, she was probably like 14. She had it. So she'd be around 100. Nine, so, yeah, right around 100. Anyway, yeah. Ransom, your son, attended. Yes, but he left early. So we get to see Chris <laughs> Evans as Ransom. He grabs his coat to leave. Yummy! Now it's Elisa's turn to be thirsty. <laughs> um, He's yummy. I love me some Chris so, Evans. We know this. He's my we don't, we don't see oh. Chris Evans yet. We just see the back of it. We see his backside. That's okay America. That. It's America's ass, and uh, he, you know, has a plate with some cake on it, and he hands it to Nana. They yeah, call her Nana, and she's like, "Ransom, are you leaving?" At least dry it up. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, Chris Evans of all people. I don't know. I, he, he doesn't. He doesn't do it for me. Not not it, a man crush got, at all. He's got a Labrador personality, which I appreciate. He seems like a pretty cool dude. I was, I'd hang out with him, sure, but... I mean, if he wants to touch tips, I ain't going to turn him down. <laughs> <laughs> so a finger touches See, a pee. Dan, I'm not the only... This week. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. Uh, so anyway, we see a finger touch a piano key. And we're back at, at Linda, back from the party flashback. And Elliot kind of is flustered by the piano. And he says, okay, so all three of you showed up around the same time. No, Richard came early to help the caterer set up. Um, and uh, Elliot's like, oh, yeah, you two have a company together. No, 
it's my company. I built it. Uh, so a lot of talk about her dad and the only way to communicate with dad is through puzzles and games. That's how he works. You had to find a way to talk to him via puzzle or it wouldn't, he wouldn't register it. Uh, so then we get to Richard's interview, Don Johnson. He's so good at playing a sleaze. You would forget that he's not one. Like every character he plays is such a sleaze bag. Yeah. A lot of times. Are we, are we absolutely positive? He's not. From, 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 well, from everybody, everybody, yeah, everybody that I've heard talk about. Don, if you're listening, go ahead and call in next week's episode. Yeah, please. We'll get you up. Yeah, we more. just yeah. want to know. If Are you're you a sleaze? Or not. Yeah. We would like to clear your name. I'll text him. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so he says Linda idolizes her father. Harlan started with a rusty typewriter and built himself into one of the greatest mystery writers of all time. So it seems like all of his kids are self-made overachievers. Oh, overachievers. 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 You're really on the tacos. Yeah. <laughs> you fromagiers. <laughs> no one likes you. Anyway, uh, Don's like, you know, yeah, sure they are. And he has this fake smile. I have cheesy smiles. So I was reading ahead of notes and red cheese as I was trying to say cheeve. So mm. fuck you guys for laughing at me. Um <laughs> <laughs> As you guys constantly, you know what? <sighs> At least Manny's not here. <laughs> At you least listen to, he's not here again. again. You listen back yeah. to some of those episodes, four, four and Manny's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, I, 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 words are hard. <laughs> Manny <laughs> may not be here, but Manny is right here, and I'm pointing to my heart. <laughs> I I'm keep pointing. Manny yeah. in my heart. <laughs> so Manny, Manny's inside. Yes. Yeah. He's, I keep him okay. nestled inside. There's a little Manny in all of us. <laughs> There's a little, little Manny in all of us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, next we get Walt, the voice on the phone, Michael Shannon. He runs Harlan's publishing company. Yes, we print books in 30 languages. And Trooper Wagner's such what? a big fan. Oh, my God. Obnoxious the cop Wagner loves Harlan books and they gush about all the plots. And of course, the background we do see it's Daniel Craig finally, but he blink hits the piano key and Elliot says, Oh, so you all arrived around the same time. All right, we all got here around eight. My wife Donna, uh, Ricky from Garfunkel and Oates, my son Jacob, he's 16, very politically active. Boy's literally a Nazi. And Meg, who's hanging out in the corner, he's an alt-right troll dipshit. <laughs> it's crazy. He's I like, love it. Boy's literally a Nazi. Yeah. I do love Michael Shannon, though. Like, yeah. I, that, He's an actor I enjoy. He, he's great. All he's I thought, all so I thought of yeah. with that line was JoJo. I'm really into swastikas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. JoJo How Rabbit. do you know you're a Nazi? Well, I'm really into swastikas. That's a big one. <laughs> There's like the story about Michael Shannon winning an award for one of his parts and he wasn't even like at the awards he was sitting in a bar watching the awards in a bar and everybody's like is that you <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever give me another round yeah. <laughs> i i signed on for one fucking superman movie now they keep bringing general zod back for fuck's sake <laughs> how many of these goddamn justice leagues are there <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm a serious actor, Zach. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's my Michael Shannon. 
so the night went well. It's, it's yeah. really good. Thought he was here. Uh, yeah, I was really convinced. I have a little bit of Michael Shannon in me. <laughs> I'd like to think that we all do. <laughs> Is he right next to Manny? <laughs> Are they sitting there giving right shit underneath? If you know what I mean. <laughs> so the night went well. I, I don't. Please go on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every time Elliot. Uh, asks the night went well we cut back to the same scene of the cake being put in front of Harlan but it's always whoever's being interviewed is the one like standing next to him with her arm around his shoulder being like oh yay happy birthday dad so everybody's like the guest of honor essentially the one that's right right at his right side helping him with the cake and shit so they're all obviously full of shit and uh, being over important they're all ass lickers yeah which is fine. Oh, we eat ass in this house, so there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Next, we that get that was not a critique. That was just a fact. Just, just I'm just stating facts. Sky is blue. People look ass. So next is Joni, <laughs> the great, the great Tony Collette. Ah, oh, so good. She's amazing. Like she hasn't always made the best choices with the movies she's been in, but she's always been good in them. I think like she's. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you haven't figured out, this cast fucking rules. Yeah, this this whole cast, even even the alt right dipshit troll that I don't know who the actor is does a great job at it. Maybe he is one, and he just was himself. I don't know. But she married. Uh, she was married to Harlan's son Neil, and together they had the daughter Meg. But Neil passed fifteen years ago. And she just immediately, like, as soon as she sits down on the chair, she immediately spills everything. I, I married into the family, but he died, but they still accept me, and I belong here. Did they ever say what his, his, his kid, what his, what he died from? No. I don't know they if don't they ever, did say. They just say Not that it matters, on. really. No. Right. Uh, but she's like, they're, they're like family to me. It's like, no, they're not. You, they're supporting you. <laughs> so you're here because of money, like everybody else. So, um, and she's also talking about her skin. So in that way, she is kind exactly of like family. Exactly like family, yeah. <laughs> and she has her skincare company, Flam. Which oh, Jesus. All right, Goop, calm down. Yeah, very much it. Well, yes, it is, is it is skincare, but it's also like a lifestyle. Yeah, it promotes healthy living, and skin is just part of all of that. Harlan supported me and Meg through lots of tough times. And then we cut to Meg. He gives mom a yearly allowance, and he never missed wiring tuition payments to my schools. He's truly a selfless man. So he's uh, completely supporting both of them. But you left the party early. We're still talking to Meg. You left the party early, so we see her walking out of the party. Linda is Jamie Lee Curtis ranting about her leaving. Like, how can she just walk out of his party early? He's paying her goddamn college tuition. And, uh, of course, Tony Collette sees Linda talking shit about her daughter. Cut back to her interview. Piano key. So you two showed up to the party around the same time. So every time the piano key is the cue for Elliot to ask about when people showed up to the party. It's this little cue. So we can like try to piece timeline together. Uh, but finally, Tony collects the one to finally go, Hey, who the fuck is that? <laughs> is that dude? <laughs> um, so we get... Uh, we we were getting questions and as Elliot answers, it's cutting in between all the family members. So there's a lot of a lot of cutting through all these people's interviews, and uh, basically it tells us they're all paranoid, they're all defensive, and every one of them eventually did ask about who the fuck is that back there. 
He's not with the police department. He's not officially on this case. He's a, he's a consultant. And he's a private A private situation. investigator, yeah. So Jamie Lee Curtis is the one who's finally like, so why are you here? Ah, he sounds exactly like Foghorn Leghorn, which he gets called out for later in the movie, but I'm here at the behest of a client. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say boy. <laughs> um, he he promises oh, I, I, I will be ornamental. You won't even notice me. I'm a passive observer of the truth. With them eyes, how can you not see him? Oh, those piercing baby blues. Those baby blues, man. Such a good bond. God, what a good bond. So, so good. He's like, hey, hey, Don Johnson. Uh, the nurse was here in a professional capacity. Marta, I, I guess. I mean, she worked for him full time. And whatever needs kind of popped up. She's like family. We 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 love her. Her family's from Paraguay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get as a. We're we're talking back to Jamie Lee Curtis, and uh, you know I admire how you follow, followed in your father's footsteps because I'm a self-made man myself, and he's like uh, just trying to trying to get on the good sides, I guess you know. And she, uh, everybody's got their things. Joni Joni's got her little thing. Walt's doing his whole things, and uh, your your whole family's just self-made, and it's, it's just so impressive. And and Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis pulls no punches. She will fucking talk about how catty and shitty all these people are, and I appreciate that. She's like, Walt is doing well with what Dad gave him, but really, Dad hands him books. Walt just publishes them. He doesn't do Twice shit. A year. Twice a year, gives him book, and he just publishes them. Which is nuts. Yeah, how do you write in two novels a year? Ask Stephen King. Yeah, no shit. Apparently knock him out. Six pages a day is what he says. Stephen? Yep, he says no matter what. When he wakes up, he said he might not end up using them, but that's how he does it is he writes six pages a day. Look, I'm a Stephen King fan, but there are a lot of books where it's like, Oh, yep, that, that tracks. You just, just crank out six pages. And yeah. then, uh, uh, there's like one of those author things where uh, George R.R. R. Martin and Stephen King are like interviewing each other, and, and that's what he, George R.R. R. Martin's like, how do you put out so many books? And he's like, six pages a day. Oh, it doesn't matter that. when I wake up. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to do six pages. He's like, but what if they're trash? How about you write something, yeah. George R.R. R. Martin? Hey, yeah, the TV George, show based off fucking... your books is already done, and you haven't finished <laughs> the last one, you piece of shit. There's still like two or three to go. Why don't you put down yeah. your turkey leg and get to the typewriter? Yeah. <laughs> get out of I the mean, night's tale. Even if they're trash, though, like there there are days when I don't do six steps. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he writes six pages a day is nuts. Yeah. Well, God, he's supposedly retired years ago. He's still yeah. cranking the books out. I'm retired. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. <laughs> I just can't stop the demons in my head. Ugh, that man, quite an imagination. Not a what? lot of follow through. Probably live Dan forever. With the you, can't, you can't end a story. I'd say that's probably why I live forever. Yeah. <laughs> I just every Stephen King book's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Shit ending. What the fuck? Dude, end a story well. Just once in your fucking... Uh, anyway, it was not a Stephen King story. So, uh, we asked, does does Walt... Does Walt uh, run merchandising? Does he have any rights? Television? Are you baiting me? You know he doesn't. And if you think I'm dumb enough to talk family business in front of the detective and Mr. State Trooper over here... And then we cut, smash cut to Don Johnson. No, Walt doesn't run shit. So he's <laughs> not not as stoic as, as she is. So uh, 
Yeah, he's the dumb one for oh, sure. Yeah. So Walt wants to get into TV and movies, but Harlan doesn't. So he's trying to push, like, we can get your stories, we can sell your stories, we can make so much more. No, like, I'm already richer than shit just by sitting here writing books. Why the fuck would I want to try to worry about anything else? Stupid. So they'd always argue about it because Walt's, like, trying to further the brand and Harlan's like, no, 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 no. And uh, did they get into it at the party? Oh, my God, did they ever get into it at the party? Holy shit. Uh... And so Harlan set Walt up with their, their money guy. We're talking money. And then Walt was like a wounded puppy the rest of the night. Not happy with how the, the money worked out, I guess. So, and then we cut to Walt. We did not get into it, as they say. So now we see him begging Harlan yet again, sell the rights so we can make movies and him saying no. And uh, Harlan does also say, great line here. It's a grave disservice to keep you tethered to something you can't control and not allowing you to build and grow. So, you're not in charge of publishing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are, are you firing me? No, 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 we'll talk tomorrow. It's my birthday party, you piece of shit. Why are we doing this right now? Um, so then we cut back to Walt's interview. It's like, <laughs> it, was, it was nothing. You want to talk about a rant or a, an argument, you should talk to Ransom. They had the big argument. Also, we should probably mention that Walt, or Harlan, the great Harlan Thromby, the, the whole point of this movie, Christopher Plummer. Maybe, maybe you've yep. heard of him. He's been in a, a thing or two. Um, so, you know, talk to Ransom about a fight. Ransom's always been the black sheep. He's never had a job. I mean, we all mooch off of dad, but at least we work. You know, that's how we sleep at night. He just straight up mooches. And they had a huge fight that night, and they left the party, went into another room to do it, so you know it was serious. I didn't hear much of it, but Chris Evans stormed out of here and gave his cake to Nana, so something went down. <laughs> when you give cake to Nana, yeah, when you shit give, has gone down. <laughs> when you give Nana the, uh, the cakes, it's... Is there diabetes? What is it? Diabetes. Diabetes. Nana's not Wilford Brimley, for fuck's sake. <laughs> she might as well be. She looked like him. Do we know? Yeah, like, do we? I mean, we've never seen him in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, look, there ain't no way Wilford Brimley's ever hiding that glorious mustache. That's how you can tell. <laughs> Nana did not have a majestic mustache. They CGI'd it off. <laughs> Like Henry Cavill yeah. and fucking Superman. Superman, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Don Johnson, you showed up early to help the staff. But I talked to the head of staff, and they said you didn't help at all. So what the fuck is that? Uh, Harlan did have a scream. You and Harlan did have a screaming match that afternoon in your study. Screaming match? No. No, we didn't. That. Well, Joni uh, was here, actually working, and uh, she heard two male voices screaming at each other. So now we get to cut to Harlan and Don Johnson in his office screaming at each other. And he's like, hey, I got I got evidence you've been cheating on my daughter. You so, piece of shit. Uh, the only one that doesn't mooch off of me. Yeah, also, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. You, how, what, what? what the fuck is wrong with you? You daft fuck. Oh, come on. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, if you're listening to this. Call me. <laughs> can, 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 can we reenact the 
scene in True Lies, please. True Lies. Please I knew you were going to go True Lies. Everybody's going to go True Lies. Yeah, I'm going straight True Lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now dance for me. I, I got the tape recorder ready. Get to the yeah, top. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, Don's like, well, we got to keep that quiet. And he's like, dude, it's my fucking daughter. No, I'm not going to keep it quiet. I'm not doing you a favor of anything when you're sleeping around my, my favorite, on my daughter. My favorite part of that is like, uh, when Don is, is like, you stay the fuck out of my marriage. And then, uh, Mr. Thromby Harlan is, says, I know my daughter. I know she would want to know like who the fuck wouldn't want to know? <laughs> Like, oh, I know my daughter. She's way happier if you just fuck behind her back and she never yeah. finds out. Oh, if I know one so thing. Just, so just be smart about it. Gee, old. Yeah, if I know one thing. <laughs> you old scamp. She loves being a cup. Scamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's her thing. It's weird that I know that as her father, but. We're a very open family. Um, yeah, so you tell her, or I put all of this into a letter, and tomorrow she gets this letter. So you have till tomorrow to come clean. Or else she'll find out that way. You tell her I will. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, then we get uh, back to Tony Collette, and she's like, "Well, I I talked to Harlan. I talked to him about Meg's tuition. There was a there was a mix up, you know, a little mix up with the tuition. I just had to clear up. And so we cut to her talking to Harlan. It turns out it wasn't a mix up. She was just taking the tuition money." Because, like four hundred grand. Yeah, she there was there was direct deposit, but also someone delivering checks somehow. And she was so one was. I mean, yeah. the college was still getting paid, but she was collecting the other instead of being like, "Hey, Harlan, somehow there's two of these." And so she's just pocketing all this extra cash. And so, which is so lame because he seems like the type of dude that if you were like, "Hey, this is happening," he'd be like, "It's, it's fine, keep that one." Probably, yeah. Later. All you got to do is not be a piece of shit. Um. So, it's yeah, it's so hard, hard though. <laughs> I've been struggling for a long time to not be a piece of shit. And I wake up in the morning and <laughs> still yeah. a piece of I shit. type out my six pages and fuck, back to being a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> well, you are what you eat. And I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Um, so, it's like... It will be clear, or, you know, yeah, 100000 a year for, like, four years. So, yes, 400 grand she's stolen. And so he writes one last check and hands it to her. It's like, this is the last you or Meg will ever get from me. Uh, uh, no, no, it was, it was a, it, not a big deal, you know. I, she's trying to sweet-talk her way into the cash cow. And um, I just feel bad for Meg because she didn't do shit. No, she's <laughs> trying to go to school. That's all she's doing. Yeah. Um. So... Back at her interviews, you know, it's not a big deal. We're working the issue out. And they're like, well, we're going to take a quick break. And she immediately bolts out of the room. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis finds Don Johnson breaking into Harlan's desk. Because he's trying to find that letter, right? And he's like, oh, this is the fucking letter he threatened me with. And he rips it open and it's blank. It's like, oh, that old, that, that tricky old man was bluffing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trixie means. Fucking dude. So... Harlan, you slippery snake. So the cops are talking. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, if if Benoit Blanc, Benoit Blanc is here, if he he's knocking at my door, 
I expect something interesting, but this this is just boring. Suicide. <laughs> boring old suicide. <laughs> throat. Oh, unaliving yourself. Some, somebody slits their own throat and they're yeah. heat, heat stroke at Snooze it. fest. Yeah, real snooze <laughs> fest. <laughs> yeah. I had four of those last week. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that's a bit dramatic, just, sure, but this guy lives in a clue board. <laughs> just go get yourself an Olsen. No, nobody needs Olsons. Except Elizabeth Olsen. She's Say, she's I'm, I'm fine there. with Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, I ain't going to turn any of them down to rich, right? She, I mean, she didn't kill Heath Ledger, so she's fine. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. The odds the odds of Elizabeth Olsen killing Heath Ledger are low, but never zero. Never zero. <laughs> never zero. So now Anna's, uh, Marta, is freaking out, you know, super nervous. Um, so cops are talking about why are we calling the family back here? There's no real motive for murder. What is the point of this? Like, why is Blanc having us do this? Um, but he wants to talk to Marta. That's why like bringing everybody back in so he can work out his timeline and get all his clues. But he really specifically wants to talk to Marta. And, uh, so you were hired on for 15 hours a week, yes, but he needed more help. But I think really he needed a friend. And good on you, Christopher Plummer. If you're going to hire a friend, you hire Anna Darmus as your friend. Yes. That's right, buddy. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, need, you need a friend in you? Yeah, you need a friend in you. <laughs> what are the, what are the, what are the copy, copyright? <laughs> Copyright uh, implications. Uh, so, uh, Blanc gets straight to the point. He's like, "Hey, there's some some serious shit wrong with this family, and I heard you have a regurgitative reaction to mistruthing." Wow, that, that's a way to put it. A regurgitative reaction to mistruthing. Mistruthing. Jesus Christ! All right, Longhorn. Yeah. Calm so down. anyway, uh. I'm going to talk to you because you're the only one I know will will tell me straight. Otherwise, you know, you'll vomit all over yourself. So I'll know if you're lying pretty, pretty cut and dry um, and, until you vomit. So they they test her and they're like, do you know about Don Johnson's affair? She's like, no, I like, don't. Is Don Johnson have an affair or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Just, no. <laughs> all right. So I guess that theory. Is that? Huh? Was yeah. that vomit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like she saw now. Reese Witherspoon or something. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I just love your guys' vomit impressions. This is this is the. What, 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 the show what's your so vomit far. impression? I'm, I'm not. That's pretty. <laughs> well, that just sounds like you're giving a man a good it's, time right there. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I don't. could be fun. Same, same, same. same. Um. <laughs> no, but really, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we, we've we've tested and proved the puke theory, or whatever Dan did. So they start openly talking. Sounds like motorboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Prove me wrong. You ever, you ever see me motorboat? <laughs> you tell me there's not vomit involved when you do it. <laughs> All right, so uh, you know we're talking about family motives <laughs> and uh, all this in front of Mars. She's not okay with it because you know they, this was kind of family to her. She doesn't like them talking shit on everybody. 
but it's very much intentional. Like they're they're trying to get stuff out of her. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, vomit. vomit. So um, they're trying to quiz her on Harlan's motives. What was he doing? What was his part that would make someone want to kill him? But it was a suicide. Oh, well, now. Well, I'm not so sure. Was it, though? So, now, 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 now I'll, I'll, say, I'll, I'll, I'll say, boy, I'll, 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 I'll say, boy. So now, boy. Manny, where are you? <laughs> the the one and only Manny impression. I'm a trap shot. <laughs> that's, that's all he's got. That or buffering. Yeah, but he's got the stutter down. <laughs> he definitely yeah. has to stutter down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Words are hard. So. <laughs> we got to have him on one of the episodes. I know. We got to get you to a redemption arc. Because so far, what I know of this person is his his tongue is drunk. He doesn't know much about damn near anything. And his impressions are awful. And he only does. Well, now that you mention it, I've never seen you and him in the same room. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say it sounds like you know Manny very well. Take that mustache off. <laughs> Take that mustache off. Slap on a beard. Ah, Slap on a so, beard. Throw the rest of uh, it. Now Blanc knows that all three of these kids have lied to him. So he wasn't cutting his kids. He was cleaning house. And yes. Uh, well, if you want to know why I'm here, well, because someone dodged a very important question. I, I, who did? Yeah, who did who Benoit did? Blanc? Well, I don't even know. <laughs> he was hired anonymously. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I got an envelope with a news clipping of the death. Someone suspected foul play. They went through enough bullshit to hire me and want to stay anonymous. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It does compel me, though. And how you get to the point? I like how they're like in an envelope that yeah. worked, and he's like, an envelope. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I do like somehow. There's enough of a world where private investigators not only still exist, but he's like the rock star of one where he can just hang out and take whatever jobs are mailed to him that compel him. It's like Bill Murray picking film roles via an old answering machine. God, there like, needs to be like a movie about like just a, a a private detective like convention where they all meet like in the you know the Ramada <laughs> a Ramada for <laughs> convention hall in you know Hayes Kansas or something every year. In Hayes Kansas. <laughs> oh well, see, it's already now, not going to work because to you, Hayes Kansas doesn't have a convention hall. <laughs> they got a Ramada. I've stayed there. <laughs> a room full of private investigators. Uh, you all, as a team or individuals, have to figure out what the fuck you're going to do in Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> Good oh, I love Hayes. It's a fun town. Uh, it's fine. How many strip it's clubs are you are there? In, I don't know that there's Hayes. any. It's a college town, though, so it's got it's got a little bar yeah, district. Yeah, there's some I've, breweries I've, and stuff. I've played a number of gigs there. There are there are bars, so you can at least have alcohol, which makes anything fun. Oh, well, I'm not a Kansanite or whatever you guys are called. Cantonite is our only weakness. I thought it would be Nebraska night. <laughs> oh, there's nothing, God. nothing we there's hate, nothing. nothing we Kansans hate more than Nebraska. <laughs> oh, I, I Nebraska. I'd say Missouri. I'm not even from right Kansas. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was like culture yeah. and intellectual. No, 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 no. Maybe no. you're right. Maybe it is Nebraska. 
It's just that one state that's somehow more boring than us. Somehow. Oh, God. Nothing good ever happens in Nebraska. I got Omaha drunk a there a few time. times. That was pretty good. Yeah, so I partied in nope. Omaha. It was a good time. Nope. Yeah, I lived in Omaha I for a while. I hate that state. So anyway, he's saying, walk me through everyone's whereabouts at the time of death. The party ended around 11.30. Marta took Harlan upstairs to give him his medication, and those stairs creak horribly the stairs up to his hidden attic library. Linda's a super light sleeper, so we have a timeline of every time somebody went up and down those stairs, because she knew about it. Tony Collette was meditating when she heard a thunk, and she goes up to investigate, which of course wakes Linda, uh, and you know she opens the door, and Holland's like, oh no, we just knocked over the game board, everything's fine, ha ha ha, and she sees the the game board and all the pieces on the floor. Go is the game, right? Go. Yeah, and I tried to look it up a little bit. I don't know. I still don't know anything about the game other than it's a weird I've, game. It's, uh, I believe it's the oldest board it game, is. right? It came out uh, of China in like 500 BC or something Jesus. like that. Like it's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's just black and white rocks. No, he wasn't in China. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Chinese Jesus too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if the white people can do it, so can the Chinese. <laughs> Bless, bless me, Korean Jesus. <laughs> Take this dumpling and eat from it. Oh, I think there's been like, through the world, there's been like 30 different messiahs that have risen after the third day. Jesus was like just the last one. Like, yeah, and just the late bloomer. Yeah. Keep, well, the right one. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, be yeah. honest. The alt-right one. He's keeping up the trend. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway she sees the board on the floor and is like oh, okay yeah you two do play this every night it's kind of weird but whatever makes you happy uh money well go with it as long as you're happy and giving me money then you play board games with this woman a quarter your age. Oh, this time. dude is like stoked to play. He's like, come on, one game. Come on. Like, Look, you got Anna to Armas in your secret hideaway attic. Yeah, no, I'm going to play this and game. And he's like, no, I want to play board games. That's how you know this is a true guy. Yeah. He's he's a true, down to his core, a true soul. <laughs> yeah. Because he is not trying any business. There's no, there's no like, Oh, I hired a hot young lady, and I'm going to try to be a creepy old guy. Nope. I want you to give me my mar- my morphine, and I want you to play board games, and then get the fuck out. Well, in his defense, he's 85, so his business probably stopped a while ago. Yeah, pills for that. So maybe morphine and board games? That sounds like a great night even to me, and I'm not 85. That's true. Mm-hmm. Close Look, I ain't mad about morphine and board games. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, just four dudes just asleep drooling around a Monopoly table? Just be like, this is... <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea? That sounds fucking great. <laughs> I landed on boardwalk. <laughs> I got free parking. Man, it's, it's, it's fine. It's I'll fine. pay my taxes. <laughs> fucking taxes. Worst game operation ever. To <laughs> 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 just fall asleep with the fucking. Thing. <laughs> All right. So ten minutes later, after you know the whole checking on the board game, uh, Linda's woken up a second time, but this time it was by Marta leaving. And as she leaves, Walt is out smoking a cigar on the porch with the sun, and they can both say, "Yeah, it was. Uh, it was right at midnight. It was right at midnight when she left. She walked right past me and Michael Shannon." And Michael uh, Shannon. Michael Shannon. <laughs> I always end every sentence with my own name, Michael Shannon. Michael, like Matt Damon. 
I I was General Zod. Is anybody like me yet? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. So, 15 minutes later, Linda's woken up a third time by I someone coming like down the stairs. And uh, it was Harlan. Harlan <laughs> was coming down the stairs for a snack, and Walt's like, Dad, go back to bed. So, time of death. Fuck you, kid. Was Michael, Michael You're Shannon. Michael Shannon's not bad. <laughs> like, it's a hard one to nail. I'm not saying you're nailing it, but it's pretty good. <laughs> you're not nailing it, but you're at least on the dartboard, you know? Like, you're... Yeah, 100%. 100% yeah. <laughs> uh, so, time of death is estimated around 12.15 to 2 o'clock. About a, almost a two-hour window. Possibly 3 a.m., but probably before 2. Uh, Meg gets woken up because the dogs were barking outside, and that's all we know. That's our whole timeline. Um, so they're trying to piece it together. Well, he cut his own throat. Uh, nobody else was around because the, the splatter was wide open. Like if someone was standing there, there'd be a, a gap in the, in the splatter. Cause you know, it would have been on their clothing and wouldn't have got on the floor. We learned this from Dexter and he's a blood splatter analysis. And so obviously he was alone when he it's cut like his own throat. Splatter gap needs to be something that enters my normal day to day speech. Like, I don't know much about blood splatter. Hashtag, but hashtag splatter. Yeah. splatter gap is playing ACL. <laughs> yeah, splatter gap is playing ACL. <laughs> that is actually a great band name. Yeah. It really <laughs> like it. I, I do. That's, that's been a running gag on the rewatch party since episode one, but that's probably the best band name we've used for that gag. Splatter gap is a great band splatter name. <laughs> Uh, my my splatter gaps are usually a running game. <laughs> the lead singer is Gallagher. Oh, well, not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, is he dead? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and and I hope when they lowered his coffin, they had some watermelons at the bottom so that the coffin he could smash the watermelons one last time. And I mean, everybody at the funeral raised up the tarps. <laughs> raised the tarps. <laughs> God, what? How could that guy make money like that? That guy was the worst comedian. Like he was so just, bad. Yeah, it's so terrible. Man, the eighties were a crazy time. It was the eighties, yeah. man. Just cocaine. <laughs> Every, everyone was yeah. on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that was the best Bobcat Goldpoint I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, no, I'm not feeling you're nailing it, <laughs> but you're on the dartboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Bobcat Goldpoint. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just turned on Police Academy. That was exactly a clip from Police Academy. <laughs> One through eight. <laughs> All right, um, Gutenberg, call yeah. down. So anyway, yeah, splatter gap. Uh, the physical evidence can clearly tell a story with a forked tongue. Thank you, Benoit Blanc, for your <laughs> wonderful... Like he would be a great lead man in yeah. the band Splatter Gap. Oh, yes. You go see Splatter Gap, and like... I can't even imagine him trying to sing in that fucking voice. <laughs> Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. <laughs> Modern day warrior, mean, mean stride. Biddle doo 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 doo. doo Shut up now and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like that dude that got TikTok famous for that one song, The Rich Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he didn't want to go on tour make money he just made music for the reasons he wanted to and now he's on there tour. you go that yeah guy? exactly and then he put out a second song and everyone's like oh 
you suck. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least I have my 15 minutes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> More than I ever got. I, I hate on the guy. That redheaded dude. Rich man. North rich man. And just screaming at the top of his lungs. And Unfamiliar. I don't I don't think that's the song at all. I'm sorry. If it's not written by Hall or Oates, then I ain't interested. <laughs> what about Garfunkel? Maybe Garfunkel. Mm. But... So now, fuck me in the ass because I love, me in the ass cause I love <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, that's 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 the song. It's the loophole. God's loophole. Yep. That's why what Nick and I do to each other isn't cheating. Yep. <laughs> well, it, everyone it's, knows it's, it's the sex that God can't see. It's gay, so yep. it's fine. Yeah, the <laughs> Christians are very much passe on the whole gay thing. They're just they really are. I'm going to turn a blind eye and not care at all about that. Nope. <laughs> yep, that's the one part out of that book we took. <laughs> I mean... Now, shellfish I mean, and mixed fibers. No, 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 no. But gay, ah, you know, you, you just got... It's up to interpretation. <laughs> I put the part of the Bible that they says... They say that if someone slaps you on the cheek, you should turn the other one and let them slap that one. That's right. Hey. So if they're, not, if they're not into homosexuality, they're at least into like... Yeah, I mean, no so. judgment, but What do yeah. you do Which when the is, cheeks clap themselves? Yeah, My cheeks are, are here for slapping. <laughs> Pay them. Pay them, yeah. 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 I, I do have... You just sit there smiling. Just sit one, there of smile. the, one of the leads on the current job site, uh, I just learned the other day that he is a disgusting human being. Uh, he told me that he thinks that gay men is just as offensive as priests molesting children. <laughs> yeah, except for one is between two consenting adults. And right. I mean, yeah, now it's got, got him. Yeah, yeah. People think that way. I don't know. Two, but, two guys two guys getting laid is just as disgusting as raping kids. So that that tracks. Like, I think the guys Lesbians that have... are fine. Lesbians are fine. Oh, yeah. No problem yeah. there. It's hot. Yeah. Yeah, he has no problem with that. Yeah, I'm like, you are a piece of shit. All right, cool. Yeah, you're... In in his defense, in his defense, homophobes are not known for their intellectual. <laughs> so it's possible that he's, he's just maybe, an idiot. Yeah, that could be. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, he may not know what those words mean. <laughs> so, so back to uh, knives out. Uh, now we got that huge display, right? The it's almost uh, not really the the Iron Throne, but it's a big display of of blades. So when you sit in this chair, it looks like you've got about a hundred knives coming at your head. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wait, are we Nailed watching the it. same movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. nice. Sounds like yeah, last Saturday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, or whatever day these end up dropping on. So, um, but the so what really grabbed me, like I, I, you know, I heard the, the movie Twitter internet a buzz about this Knives Out movie before it came out. But what really grabbed me when I was like, I want to see this. So they couldn't, when they were doing close-ups of Jamie Lee Curtis because she has glasses, they couldn't hide the camera. Couldn't figure out how to get the shot. Without the reflection. Without the reflection in her glasses. So they built a thing around the camera to mimic the, the knives on the chair so as you're looking at it, it just looks like the reflection of the chair in her glass. Like, mm. So they just disguised the camera, basically. And I was like, I don't know why, but I was, I'm in. I'm going to go see this. <laughs> what, did it come I out in theaters? It was, I thought it just went was, straight to Netflix. I, no, it was in theaters. No, the, the sequel the went straight to Netflix. This this was the, I went, the I went to, the, to the theater and watched it, and I was like, 
six times. You know, usually as you walk out of the theater, you talk about, it. oh man, that was awesome with that scene, or, or when he said, you know, I'll be back, or whatever. Like you always quote lines, and you're just talking about the movie in silence. And I think I was almost home before I was finally like, Jesus Christ, that was good. Like I just had to fucking process <laughs> yeah. what I just watched. Yeah. And I know that a lot of these, though, I got a text. Like right now, like Apple and stuff, they'll make the movies, and they're they're for the streaming service, but they have to be in the theater form to be awards, so they can get the awards yeah, too. Yeah, they put too. them in the, the so theater for like a couple weeks. Yeah. But this had a full-on theater release. Mm-hmm. I don't think streaming. Yeah, I remember getting yeah, that text twice. message from Nick's like, "Go see this movie." I'm not saying anything more. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm like, what the fuck? Go see it. They they disguise the camera to look like knives. Go see it. (laughs) I I have no idea why, but seeing a post about that, I was just like, oh fuck yeah, I'm on board. Also, I thought I was taking a picture. Stabbed my wife. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she's sitting. Accidental snuff them. We all. I mean, who hasn't? Jesus, Nicholas Cage is around. So, I don't know why Dan's looking so confused. Isn't that a thing? It, was it, is, eight milli- it is in my life. Eight millimeter. Oh, the, 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 oh the, no, I'm just talking the about the Nicolas like, Cage snuff film movie. We light the Nicolas Cage candle and hang up the Nicolas Cage. We have one of like, those big. Oh, man. Can you imagine tech- Nicolas Cage Christmas carols? Oh, you hang, you hang up the Nicolas <laughs> Cage. Hang the, the, the big textile thing on the wall. Park Herald Angels Sing. It's not my name I call when I when I complete. It's it's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas freaking like Cage. <laughs> yeah, some people yell Yahtzee. I just Nicholas Cage. It's oh, yeah. Cage. oh I, sorry, I Nicholas Cage didn't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Try to Please pull out, never but... Nicholas Cage in me. That's the moment noise. Here's the batter cap. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Anna Armas is in the chair. She's in front of the sword chair thing. God, we're trying to talk about a movie here, people. Stay on task. <laughs> you have my sincerest apologies. <laughs> and Benoit asks, give us your timeline. She's like, well, I took Harlan upstairs at about 1130. Uh, played a bit of the game until he knocked it on the floor. And then I left at midnight. Okay, but with as much detail as possible, what happened? And I, he flips how, up a coin. How about you go fuck yourself? That's yeah. What, that's so she's happened. trying to answer in a roundabout way where she's not technically lying, so she doesn't vomit all over. Ah, you know, took him upstairs at 11.30, left at midnight. Both of those are true, so she's not on me. But he, I, he flips up a coin, flips up his hamburger dime, and then, of course, we cut into a flashback, right? And can I? I'm sorry. I, I try not to interrupt. Um, not, you're not good that's at not it. True either. But <laughs> try harder. That's not true either. What what the fuck is a hamburger? You've been on dime? a tournament episode You've before. Been on a tournament of episode. You were the one even asking where the dime came from. Oh, that yes. hamburger dime. <laughs> yes. The hamburger yeah, dime I'm is not- a really hot girl that works at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn, that nice. girl's a hamburger it's dime. It's me. I'm the hamburger nice. dime. Yes, you are, girl. Yes, you are. Thanks. Good for, good for you, Thanks. Elise. <laughs> Put some me between those bones. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I do. I'm wait what? Uh, <laughs> seems like you're about entering a room with two dudes. Be like, I'm fixing to put some meat between them bones. <laughs> buns. 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 Hamburgers. Like buns. Meat buns. I was like, that makes more sense now, I yeah. guess. Buns. Like, it could be either way. I'm going to put some meat between those bones. <laughs> it's like the, 
Are you a fucker in a rib cage? What the fuck are you I doing? Like better. <laughs> I start start playing songs like it's a xylophone and we're in Looney Tunes. You guys need to calm down. The caterers aren't even here yet. <laughs> like this better. It's awkward when you it's awkward when you start before the caterers arrive. Yeah, because they're trying to set up the table and you just hear Yes. Yeah, <laughs> clap of cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys want extra sour cream? No, you know what? You're busy. You know, you guys I'll, I'll, I'll come back around in a minute. <laughs> Did you the popcorn machine? <laughs> it's really, really hard to set no, up a up. table and food when people just keep screaming Nicholas Cage at the back. <laughs> <laughs> what is this band that you guys are listening to? <laughs> oh, oh, you don't know Splatter Cap. <laughs> That's where you set up the buffet. Is in the Splatter Cap. <laughs> yes. If you're a bitch, if you're a bitch. I put that shit in the splash zone. <laughs> That shit is front row Gallagher contest. Yeah. Uh, concert without her. The, the monsoon at Worlds of Fun is uh, what this is. You guys got a lot of growing up to do. That's a specific just... joke. Right? <laughs> All right. So anyway, back every so, uh, joke. So he flips the hamburger dime, and we we cut back to attic time. And <laughs> so she helps him into the attic library, and he's like, "Oh, let's you know, let's play this fucking." weird looking board game and she's like no i just i just need to get no i promise it's a game yeah let me take this out and she's like no i just need to give you drugs and go home and he's like nah i don't i mean yes i want drugs but we also got a it morphine and board games that's how this that's how parties work and uh morphine and board games also coming days yeah. <laughs> morphine actually is a band name and they right. are very good no i do like morphine uh, the the band, board games. So he's he even opens champagne because I guess when you get that rich, you just have a bottle of champagne sitting in every room in the house just in case, like in case of in case Why of party you? break glass, champagne. Dude, dude, yeah, no, I feel like if I was rich like that, I'd have like very expensive Boofing. whiskeys or whatever, like hidden in different places. Oh yeah, in the, whatever the occasion so you, calls yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, you're standing on like well, the, the rich, parlor room. It's like, oh, champagne. let's go get a drink. No worries, and you reach behind a coat and boom, yeah, whiskey. Wixkey. Fine scotch. Yep. Stop on the floorboard three times. And yeah. Just, and you're like, are you a scotch or an Irish? Get the specific <laughs> piano keys like Dark Knight Returns and <laughs> bookshelf flips around and there's whiskey and also Indiana Jones and yeah. Hit the hit the hit the switch on the fan to pull the pull the thing on a lamp and some beef jerky comes out. It's like, dude, this is I'm rich, bitch. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I got jerky money. I got money. me the taco. <laughs> I got the jerky yeah, I got money. Jerky Which is money. no joke. I've jerky is insanely ins- expensive. It's mm. it's stupid. It's because it's so good. It's like 10 bucks for, all right. Oh, it's like two ounces? What the? F- <sighs> the, the price of dried meat is too <laughs> damn high. Guy rocketed. I can afford cocaine, you, but I can't afford jerky meat. no more. You got to pay for yeah. it, buddy. Yeah. That's why they call it jerky. That's, that's what, my buddy Slim Jim, keeping it real. That's how you gotta get it. I'm out there in the streets giving hand jobs for jerky. Uh, oh, I wish this was a visual medium, Dan. That was epic. <laughs> that face was pretty good. I wish I had a picture of it because that would be your uh, account, your, your image on my phone. So anyway, he gets out his his emergency champagne because it's his birthday. 
and she's, you know, can you take your fucking medicine so I can leave. If you're going to put that vile shit in me, you have to earn it. Which is what I get told every yes. time pre, pre-coitus. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've yeah, heard I've that been before. there, bud. <laughs> so, fine, I'll do the goddamn dishes. <laughs> what is this room? Has this room been in the house the whole time? Kitchen? <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you seen? Okay, because why not? Let's just derail the entire time. But the the one the one video where this this couple's talking and the 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 woman's like, I can't I can't keep doing this. Like all of the chores and oh. all the cleaning, and it's just I can't. He's like, It'll be okay. Let me show you. Yeah. It's a great freaking YouTube video. And he goes, takes her to the sink. He's like, Look, I don't know how, but you put your plates in here when you're done and then the next day they're magically cleaning in the cupboard and then he pulls out a <laughs> hamper and he's like you put your dirty clothes in here and then magically the next day they're folded and cleaned and back in the dresser I don't know I know it's crazy but just <laughs> and she's just looking at him the whole time like, yeah it's like it's like sometimes I'll just mess it all up just to see like how much it will do it's every time <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible uh, do chores, man. Be better. So, just just a just chore. do chores. Yeah. I I mean, uh, just the one. Would You're help. a team. It's not her job. It's our job. Yeah. Fucking patriarchy. Yeah. Wait, you guys are in relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Mop a floor, uh, Dan. You are too. Manny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit! It, I'm telling you. <laughs> It's a me, a Manny. <laughs> it's a not fine. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they're playing the game. Anna's better than him, and uh, you know he he gets mad because he's losing, and he he's like, "Oh no, earthquake!" and knocks the game board over, and uh, also happens to knock over the two little medicine vials. One's medicine, one's morphine. And uh, so she's like, "Oh, you sore loser!" and picks him up and starts giving him shots, and. Uh, He's like, man, what a great night of medication, not not of booze. Yeah, speaking of shots, though, no. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, such a great, such a great night. I cut, I just cut loose all four of my fucking tit sucking kids. Fuck those kids. Fuck them kids. Oh God, what a great night. I'm fi- I'm 85 years old and I'm finally free. <laughs> Fuck them kids. We're back on free. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just just as bad as. Two men being in love. It's just as, just as <laughs> offensive. It's the same thing. There's really no difference. So, I don't see one. so now he's like, thinking back on all the things we've already seen throughout the movie. You know, I should have been better to so-and-so, and I should have been, you know, maybe I should have been harder on so-and-so so they actually have a work ethic and all of these things until he gets to Ransom. I don't like him. He plays... <laughs> which is like, Fuck! It's your grandkid. I don't like him. He plays life like it's stupid. I mean, that has to be a direct quote. That's well. That's because that's a dumb. That, that board is game. A dumb, that's a terrible board game. So when she gets done with all the medication, they're finally. She gives them the meds, and now it's time for the fun stuff. Give me that morphine, and that's when she's like, "Oh no, I mixed up the." I uh, mixed up the box. Uh, you just gave me a hundred m- milligrams. 
of the the fun stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. It, I think is what yeah. he's yeah. What's it supposed to be? Three milligrams. Oh, that's much less. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I, "It's okay. I have something. I have something I can give you." There's apparently the the anti morphine and the proxin or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah the morphine methadone. Yeah, and uh, so I have it. I I I I can't I can't find it. I know I have it. I know I have it because I'm a nurse with morphine. So obviously I would have the anti morphine. Also handy. Well, yeah, she said it comes in a. They kit. always yeah. have those in the so, kit. Yeah, that's actually course, a true like thing. I'm saying. Of course, you would have it, but she can't find it anywhere. And he's just sitting there, like, he's like making notes. He's like, so how long would it take until yeah, I die? I like, write this, this down. Is, this yeah. is a great motive. Someone could just switch the labels. He says, "Someone could just switch the labels, listeners." <laughs> and and then he's like, "You, wow, be more heavy-handed. Yeah. <laughs> Check off switching labels." Um, <laughs> So he's like, "Hey, you're you're freaking out's doing nothing. By the you can call the ambulance, but by the time they get here, a hundred milligrams of morphine. I mean, uh, let me just ride this magical unicorn to death. <laughs> uh, let me just have this." Um, so they didn't have the stuff, and um, which I kind of feel like when it when you take it intravenously, like that shit hits fast. Like yeah. that would be like this that's, whole thing would not be this is a whole lot more extended than it would be in reality. Oh yeah, yeah. He especially at eighty five. She was like, out. Oh, I gave you this shot. Yeah. And he was like, and how yeah. much of that let is me take low, notes. Low, low. Like, me... No, as soon as it, it got really, injected, it depends like, on your it depends on your weight. It depends on your height and it depends on not at a hundred milligrams. Well it's still I mean it's not like it's gonna be turned off. So he she tried she does try to call the ambulance and he unplugged plugs the phone um this scene just the two of these together like christopher Plummer and anna darman the two of them act together i was just like god damn these two like they the the, the chemistry the way they it's 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 a great scene even though you know he's overdosing but uh yeah, like i said the whole time and they're talking for a while he yeah. like if, he i feel like trips if I, her at, like knocks her over at one point which is the thud that tony heard right you were, you were trying to No, 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 no. But yeah, I'm just thinking that he wouldn't be... I, that shit would be hitting a lot sooner oh, yeah, than yeah. it would be, I'm assuming. Because he, after all this, when he should already be morphined out of his mind, is when he trips her. That's what Tony heard. Then she comes upstairs, and he's still able to go over to the door, open it, and say, no, 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 we're just playing the board game. It's okay. Ha, 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 And close it. No, you would be way spun out of your fucking head. At, definitely at this point. Uh so anyway, he's like, if what you say is true, then I have six minutes. Uh, I don't know. Six, he has six minutes left to live. I don't yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, morphine's pretty binary. It's a yes or no kind of situation. <laughs> no matter how much you inject into yourself, it's like nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing. No, absolutely. It's like a switch. That's why it's so addicting. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, yeah. It, it's not, not like the... Five finger death punch or whatever from Kill Bill or something. Five well, steps. I, yeah, I just gotta make sure I make sure I don't take five steps and this morphine won't kill me. I, like it doesn't have a stopwatch on it. Right. Yeah. You can't be like well, six minutes, five fifty nine, and so, doesn't work that way. But <laughs> well, maybe your morphine doesn't work that way. You ever take a bunch of morphine and then try to nut before you die? It's <laughs> <laughs> great because you win no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So fucked up. <laughs> so he sits her down. He's like, "Hey, your mom's undocumented." She's like, "Whoa, weird time to fucking bring up immigration." 
It's like, no, 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 stupid. If stupid. you're found responsible you're for stupid. murdering me, then your parent or your mom and sister are deported. So I'm trying to fucking save your family. Do one last thing for me. Get downstairs. Say goodbye as loud as you can. Take note of the time. Make sure everybody sees you leave. Drive out of the gate. Get past the... Uh, make sure you pull oh. off the road before the elephant. And then... Uh, well, we don't get the rest of the plan yet. But he ha- she has to go through the gate, get off the road before the elephant. So she's freaking out in the car. She's driving through the gate. She's like, fuck, before or after? Before or after the elephant? Before or after? Uh, uh, she does happen to pull off before the elephant. Because after the elephant's where the camera is. So it would catch her. Um, so park, come back on foot. The dog's no use, so they won't bark. Climb up that siding, come in through the super secret hidden door on the side of the house. And so we're seeing her do this as he's laying out the plan. Take my robe and cap, pretend to be me, go downstairs to have everybody be like, oh, dad, go back to bed. So they think I'm still alive and you've left. See? See how we're covering all the bases here? And uh, then, you know, head back upstairs as me and then crawl back down the side of my house Look, I'm asking a whole lot of you, and frankly, I'm going to die any second. So if you could just fucking get on this shit, lady. Um, thankfully, also, he has a house with a multitude of hidden doors. Right. And she just rolls her eyes and says, stop mansplaining me. And just went and did whatever the fuck she wanted to anyway. End of the movie. <laughs> so anyway, is it a rewatch? <laughs> well, she's Cuban. I mean, she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> I don't know what Cuban has to do with any of it. They don't listen to any. Uh, now I want a Cubano. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So, uh, quick, yeah, quick if break. anybody's ever in Austin, Texas, go to Habana on South Congress Street. Best Cubano sandwich I've ever had in my fucking life. Hands down, far and beyond. Amazing. Please... Banana Habana on the, Cuban, on the Cuban Street. On Congress uh, please, Street. Please sponsor us and, and give us money. <laughs> so anyway. As, or sandwiches. Or sand or sandwich. I will absolutely take payment in Cubano sandwiches. 100%. Sponsor this episode. So as she's leaving, you know, crawling her way back down, Nana's at the window. Ransom? Are you back again already? And, Shut up, Nana. And Marta's like, this, fuck, this fucking old lady has lost it. So now we cut back to the moment, the interview. Uh, you know, the coin toss, the hamburger dime. And so she's like, you know, I can't lie. I'll puke. She's like, don't lie. Just tell the parts in this order. Oh, that, that was her to Christopher Plummer still. I can't lie to people. Don't lie. Just tell the parts in this order like this. And just kind of skirt some things. Um, so back to the coin toss as she's telling her story. I gave him his pain medicine. What did you give him? Well, since this injury, I've given 100 milligrams of Toradol and for sleep, morphine. Any stra- Anything strange about his behavior? No. Okay, then. Um, so there's a... what We have a woman talking about a wife slowly poisoning her husband. I don't, I don't recall this. But I made a note about it. <laughs> this this went from about 9 p.m. until 2 in the morning. <laughs> it took me forever to try to fucking 
dissect and figure yeah. out what to what to write about this movie. But a woman. I'm slowly, pretty sure Nick was losing his mind. I was like texting Elise at like 1:48. I was like, "Why am I still taking notes on this? I just want to fucking sleep. What the fuck?" Um, I was asleep. <laughs> good for you. So anyway, something about a woman poisoning her husband. So we see Harlan is leading Ransom away. And the family says, he's an asshole, maybe. Maybe asshole's what we need. Uh, so, I yeah. agree with that. The asshole is what we need. He's not the asshole we need, but he's the <laughs> asshole we deserve. Something to that effect. I don't know. Girl, give me that butthole. <laughs> it's, it's my anniversary. I wonder, anniversary wonder what's inside your butthole. Oh, it's me. So Anna's freaking out. And, uh, you know, Meg pulls her away. They smoke some joints. So anyway, I was smoking a J. And <laughs> Walt comes along. He's like, Marta, don't worry. We're going to take care of you. I really thought you should have been at the funeral, but I was outvoted. Like, every single family member at some Tells point has told her, I, I wanted you at the funeral, but I was outvoted. So... Yet again, obviously, everybody's completely full of shit and two-faced. Because... Obviously, not everybody could want yeah. her there and then not vote, right? Uh, you know, some of our listeners have parking lot Pedialyte issues, so you got to really dumb it down for them. So she goes outside, and uh, oh, Dan, did you not know about the parking lot Pedialyte? Did you not listen to the Blade episode? <laughs> we could go into that. I think we've gone into it on Multiple two episodes times. now, so yeah. Then. I, it, just listen you know, to the show, Dan. If, if you're going to be a guest on a podcast, maybe I, I, listen to I it. I listened to the Blade episode. <laughs> oh, come on. I, I did listen to the Blade episode. I don't remember the parking lot Pedialyte. I might have uh, tuned out because it wasn't about the movie. <laughs> but now being on it a few times, I realize that's yes, what the gold so. is anyway. So I should probably go back and re-listen yeah. to a few that I was only listening to for movie. So uh, Benoit Blanc says my dad was a detective and he was friends with Holland. Is that why you're here? He'll now know. I'm here to talk to you. Like, I just like, like, is that why you're here? Meaning, like, at this house on this case. And he's like, right now? No, I want to talk to you. Like, obviously, I didn't mean on this corner of the porch, you fucking idiot. But, no, it's because my mother and father had sex on a steamy southern afternoon. <laughs> yeah. He called her his little sweet tea. <laughs> she wanted a back rub. <laughs> Once she got done with the dishes, uh, she... <laughs> so uh, so he talks about his method. Now let me talk about myself for a minute here. How I solve cases, I have no suppositions, no pretenses, and the results just land at my feet. So what you're saying is your methodology is I do nothing and think nothing and shit just happens. It's my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should be a detective. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's a white male privilege. Jesus. You know? Do nothing. Don't have to try. Fail upwards. Shit just yeah. So um, he says, meet. You know they're going to meet tomorrow at eight o'clock. So she's thinking back. We get some more flashback. Harlan's pushing her out of the room, getting do the do the thing. I told you, go downstairs, be loud, take note of the time, turn off before the elephant, climb up the house, the whole fucking bit. And uh, so she does. 
and uh, he, he this now this is fucked up because he looks at her he's like do everything just like I said and it will be fine and then cuts his own throat yeah, he's like bitch I got I only got like one yeah, more minute wait <laughs> till she walks out the door like don't scar her with that yeah but what? she might stay in there trying to freaking talk him out of it he he's got he's got to go before he goes <laughs> yeah stopwatch stopwatch did say yeah 18 like, that's all I got. So, so yeah, cuts cuts his own throat, and understandably she freaks out. And then uh, back at home with her mom, you know, obviously freaking out. She just watched this dude slit his own throat after she OD'd him, and we do see a tiny speck of blood on her shoe. So if Benoit was worth his salt, he would notice the tiniest little splatter gap. Well, probably she that, wasn't in the gap. She was, she was in, in the splatter. splatter she wasn't in the gap. No, she caused a splatter gap. And because it little, ended up on her shoe, so right, not on the floor. One little spot. Yeah. Yeah. So the tiniest little splatter gap. Um. So then we get the security guard for this whole estate, and uh, old guy doesn't like new tech. Boy, I feel you there, bud. Me and tech. Um. So he has the tape ready. Like we're gonna watch everything about that night. I I got. Tapes of the gate, and, and I was like, "Oh fuck, 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 fuck! I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to fuck this up. I'm gonna have to fuck it up so nobody can see it." But of course, it's still VHS, and the VCR eats it because it's 2019. Why are you still using a VHS? But it because it, it doesn't it like eats tech. the tape, and so nobody can see anything. And obviously, Benoit Blanc is pissed. Like that was gonna be our fucking <sighs> fuck. Now we lost lost our evidence. Great. So, uh, we, I, you know, like she even had a magnet in her hand. She was ready to like do the old magnet erase tape trick. Um, so walking along, asking more about ransom, a whole lot of what's with this ransom guy. Uh, and I, it, we, it makes a point to show us that Anna is stepping in her own footprints. Yeah. So that smart, they can't be like, why are your tracks over here? You know, she's acting like she just made him right now. Uh, pretty smart. Pretty fucking smart. And then she's acting like she couldn't hear him. He's like, don't move. Don't move. She's like, what? I can't hear you. And she comes stomping back through all the tracks to try to muddy him up even more. Yeah. So. Very smart of her. Yeah. Uh, cuddles close with the dogs. Like, dogs are the best judge of character. And then it runs off and starts snarling at the own family members. <laughs> so it loves her, but hates the actual family that owns it, which is pretty telling sign. So, as, you know, Blanc is walking around just using those piercing baby blues to survey the land, he does see Nana through the window and nods, you know, gives the whole salutations and everything, and she just sits still, doesn't even register it, like, <laughs> open it, bitch. She <laughs> just zombie sits, just staring. Yeah, well, she, no, 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 Ben Wall, calm down, boy. He's talking to himself, calm down, she's a million years old, baby. Oh, she is, she is playing hard to get. When a man get. acknowledges you. <laughs> yes. If a man waves at you. He's a good southern gentleman. You better wave back. I got I got I got a wave for you. Is that a sex thing? Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, she did the, the friend's fist tap. The, the Ross Geller. Yeah, she woke up this morning and chose violence. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up this morning and definitely chose violence. It's been a rough day for Elise. Oh, you think violence is your ally? Yes. You merely <laughs> adopted it. I'm Egyptian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I'm not worried. <laughs> so now we get. 
I was born. I was born in Egypt. Uh, We're just making just fucking Manny. Uh, (laughs) It's a lot funnier if you you've met him. So we get to the study. Not real. (laughs) Figment of our collective imaginations. He's he's our he's our Mister Snuffleupagus. Oh, he he's just as mopey. That's for goddamn sure. So not mopey. Snuffy is mopey. No, he's not. Oh, I don't know, Big Bird. Oh, God. I'm That's just an imaginary you. elephant. We totally watch different snuffies. <laughs> I... Different so. snuffies. Because you're wrong. I guess mine were... It wasn't snuff a luff guess It was snuff films. That's That was the difference. <laughs> yeah, those were pretty down. <laughs> yeah, definitely depressing. <laughs> Especially when this elephant was in. Anyway, so um, <laughs> what? Her, her bag is missing now. She can't find her bag up in up in the attic. You know, the one that got knocked over, and and, and she rifled through to try to find the anti anti morphine. Um, it's probably probably an evidence. Um, so he's looking around, looking around. Uh, so push the board game on the floor. Doesn't make the thud that would have woken Tony Collette up from, a, you know, two floors down. He's like, okay, well, that, that doesn't track. Something else has been obviously happening here. Ransom shows up. Chris Evans. We finally get full-on Chris Evans. Mm. And uh, everybody's giving him shit for not being there. <laughs> and uh, Elise is pausing. Uh, so... As they're arguing, like, where the fuck were you during the funeral? A whole fight, you know, fight breaks out. Everybody's arguing. He's like, he's a shit heel. It must be all his fault. Everything. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Ransom fucking sucks. And uh, they ask if he's cut out of the will. And he says, yep. I was like, good, good. We never had the balls to do it. Uh, 2 a.m. notes, I guess. I don't know. So He never thought that Harlan would have the Harlan balls would have the balls that. to cut him out of the will. So... But then he says, good for you. You've done what no, none of us, none of the rest of us ever could. Yeah. Or like actually say, fuck you, fend for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so now, thanks to the dog, Ben Wall finds a chunk of wood. Now, this chunk of wood, house is surrounded by woods. By itself, it wouldn't be that weird. But this is a shaped, painted chunk of wood. Obviously, had been broken off of something. Looks like a clean, new, fresh break. break. And looks up, and sure enough, the little uh, it's like I a guess, piece of the ornate lattice. The lattice. The... Uh, there's a chunk missing out of it, right underneath a window. And he's like, "Now nah, wait a minute. Where's that window?" So now Marta shows him where the hidden window is. So now he's like, "Jesus, even more secret shit. God damn!" And they find some clues. Uh, somebody who didn't want to be hurt on those stairs went through a lot of trouble to get to Holland. So, uh, there are even like there's a a runner, like a runner type of rug down the middle of this hallway, and so they're all stepping over it to make sure to not mix shoe prints on the carpet or whatever. <clears throat> and we cut to the will reading, and uh, as they're going, Benoit. Interrupts the request. Interrupts to request. I, I just want everybody to stay in town. Just stick around. 
I'm going to go ahead and make that an order, not a request. No, I think that the other cops were like, actually, we're going to make that an order, not oh, a yeah, request. Yeah. yeah. We're going we're gonna to back that up with yeah. official police business is what we're going to do. Because, yeah, because much like uh, LAPD in Oregon, they have the right. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is not holding on to that at all. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. So. Ruined a core memory for me. There. <laughs> It it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Harlan adjusted his week just a will before he died. Sealed his it. Will, adjusted week, will. Adjusted his week. He adjusted his will, will a week before he died, not yeah. a week before his will died. Something like that. Yeah, you, that got messed up for. Him. <laughs> you got that but a yeah. little messed up, buddy. Yeah, he adjusted his week a will. And like before they did there, oh. which <laughs> I don't think we got there, but yeah, like Walt like gets Marta and like, hey, we're gonna take care of you. Don't you worry. You know, when when all this is done, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you're taken care of. Oh, but you right? gotta say like Michael Shannon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every. Well, go ahead. <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna take care of you once all this is done. We got we we got you covered, Michael Shannon. <laughs> Michael Shannon. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Yeah. So he had a. Every family member said that at one point. They were all like, don't worry, Marta. We know how important you were to him and to the family. Like, we'll take care Michael of you. Michael Shannon. Would Michael be, Shannon. Do you think Dr. Michael Shannon Office would be mad if we all just started ending our, all of our sentences with Michael Shannon? Or do you think he'd, he'd be probably be like, ah, that's fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. I don't end every one of my sentences with Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. I failed every English test I've ever taken in my life, Michael Shannon. Because he's adding his own name to every sentence. Get it? Uh, so. <laughs> hey, my, I'm Anthony. What's your name? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it Bond? No, that's not a... Shannon. Not right. Michael Shannon. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Shannon. Michael Shannon. <laughs> Michael Shannon. <laughs> so anyway, yes, he adjusted his will. Michael Shannon, if you're listening. Sponsor us. Uh, he adjusted his will a week before he died. Sealed it so nobody can read it. Now we're going to unseal it. This was the official last will and testament of Harlan Thromby. This is what he wanted. Nobody's seen it since he did it. Can we build this up anymore? Go get a taco from the bar. Oh, or the catering we'll table right over there in the splatter gap. <laughs> we'll read Get yourself we'll a taco. Read the, co- the cock and guac cock tacos and guac. here. The cock and guac uh, So he's got a $60 million in assets. Woo! Arlen. Yeah. Woo! Uh, so, yeah. Wait, kids, you aren't going to like this, but it will bring you closer together. <laughs> so open up the will. It's a single piece of paper. Just one little thing. Well, that's the small... Well, he said some comment about this, the shortest will I've ever seen. The guy reading it. He's like, oh, well, this would be quick or whatever. <laughs> this would be pretty quick, yeah. Uh, everything nice. goes to Marta Cabrera. House, the book rights, all of it. Well, he didn't say the house yet because he was like, the book rights for whatever goes to her. Like, he's naming all the assets as they go down. Yes. And then they... They didn't even get to like, the house because then they're like... We have the house. Oh, also the house to Marta Cabrera. So everything goes to Marta Cabrera. The family is not happy. And, uh, yeah, super yeah. unamused. So, what Jamie Lee Curtis is like, you little bitch! And, uh, they, are you, have you been fucking him? Is that what this is? Have you been boinking? Him? I think he actually says boinking. You've been boinking yeah, our father? <laughs> but also, some of them are being really nice because they realize now she has the money and all they care about is getting the money. So they're like, 
oh man, she's being super mean to you. I would never be that mean to you. Money, please. Yeah. Uh, just like, uh, what's her face on Parks and Rec? Money, please. John Rolfio's sister. I can't remember her character name, but all she ever said, money, oh, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this entire family's. That's uh, right before they get to that point, though, is my favorite, I think, delivered line. Not right, not my favorite written line, but my favorite delivered line is when the uh, the lawyer reading the will says, this goes to Marta Cabrera, this goes to Marta Cabrera, everything that I own and uh, have rights to Marta Cabrera. And uh, <laughs> uh, Walt stands up and goes, uh... Yeah. No, <laughs> Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Uh, no. It <laughs> is so good. It sounded. God, who is that? Uh, almost a Christopher Walken. The way you delivered that. Uh, yeah, that, no. that was the name I was trying to think of earlier. No, no. Uh, uh, no. You read the will all wrong. It's the wrong town. You do it again. Stab you in the face with the soldering iron. Jesus. Michael Shannon. <laughs> so um, she's running away from this family that's like just coming after her like hyenas and hops in her car with ransom and leaves. And now we got. Well, she tries to hop in her own car, but her car won't start. And they're all like beating on it like a bunch right. of zombies and, or whatever. And ransom, and then... ransom drives up. like, getting in here. So now we've got Chris Evans and Anna DeArmas in a car together. Just a car full of sexy. Just, yeah, you. Just the sploosh I'm, mobile. And I'm just in the back, just fapping. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. I didn't see I, that part. Yeah. I'm after yeah. yeah. I'm slow. there. It's hard to see, but I'm there. <laughs> so they're talking as they drive along. It's like, you know, Ransom says his mom, Jamie Lee Curtis, wishes his mom was Jamie Lee Curtis. Built her entire business with a million dollar loan. Just a million dollars. And she built this whole thing. Just a measly million dollars. And uh, and dad, Don Johnson, just lives in fear of being found out. That's it. He just, anything he can do to not be found out that he's. Well, and they had a prenup. So if he, if it don't work out, then he's don't get nothing. He so he nothing. just lives in constant fear of her. Uh, finding out the affair or that he's just a worthless sack of shit. Um, Which fear is the basis for most healthy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah. it's worked for me every time. <laughs> wow. Same. <laughs> wow. So, you know, wow. so granddad told me I'm not getting a fucking cent. And that's when I laughed in his face and, you know, gave my great-grandmother a piece of cake and left the party early as we saw 20 times at the beginning of this movie but i'm going to talk to you because i know you can't lie so i need to pick your brain uh we cut back to the family trying to undo the will yeah and Maybe. he like tells you like but you got a belly full of baked beans and something else like that so now we're going to get to the bottom of this <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah like he takes her to a dive bar and feeds her a bunch of greasy bar food and beer it's like okay so now the puke is primed and ready. But... Sounds like freaking the landlady in Kingpin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really knocked something loose, tiger. So oh, the family oh. is trying to undo the will. Maybe she influenced him. Maybe whatever. What about Slayer Rule? Well, now Slayer Rule could work. I'm like, yes, yeah, Slayer does rule. <laughs> 
Yeah. She's like, and I did just Google this. <laughs> I I didn't realize you guys like metal, but fuck yeah, let's put on some Slayer. Oh, oh, as in she was the Murderer. the Slayer of. Oh, I get it. Sorry. Um, let me imme- let me immediately take off my goat head necklace and. <laughs> <laughs> Dejectedly starts rubbing the m- black makeup off your face. Yeah. <laughs> Let me unslayer myself. Um, so yeah, if someone influenced somebody to give the will over to them, then it's a void. But Harlan committed suicide, and then the camera. I love the camera gives us the joke. Just a shroop over to Blanc. He's like, uh, did he? <laughs> So now, uh, back to the bar, Anna and uh, Chris Evans just talking. She's told him everything. She's laid it all out. So now he knows about the medicine mix-up, about her wanting to save the life and having to do the ruse of being loudly leaving at midnight and sneaking back in and all of it, everything. And so she's like, Blanc is, is after me, and I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about jail. Like, I'll go to jail Look Look at me. I would do fucking great in jail. Let's be honest. But I don't want my mom to get deported. And Ransom's like, okay, so the last thing my granddad told me was that you are the only person that can beat him at go more than I can. We're the only two people that can beat him. He totally didn't say that. Okay. That's, that's a weird thing for your granddad to bring up. Like, I'm not giving you any more money. Also, my nurse beats me at this game more than you do. Like that. It doesn't make any no. fucking sense. Like, why would that be the last thing he says? You're full of shit. Well, like uh, in the beginning, she said he communicates through his games and whatever. Well, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So, but, I mean, but, yeah. but the last thing he said to me, no, the last thing he said was, you don't get any more money, you fucking mooch. Not, also, my nurse is good at board games. Like, it doesn't work out like that. It does not compute. Maybe he's excited about it. <laughs> she board games me better than you ever did. <laughs> So um, he's like, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. It's fine. I'm going to help you. All I want, you get everything. You get, like the will says, all I ask, you give me my share. The rest is yours. And in the middle of this, Meg calls, um, like, oh, I'm so sorry, Marta. I'm, I'm really sorry. My family's vultures and they're all being shitty to you. Um, what are you going to do with all the money, though? God damn it, Meg. I thought you were the one that wasn't a fucking greedy piece of shit. You gave me a joint. She's like, because I don't, I can't stay in school or whatever. And Marta's like, oh, I'll make sure that your school is paid for. Like, you'll be taken care of. And then Meg's like, cool, thanks, click. Yeah. 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 But I do love how she says like the exact same thing that they said to her. Like, but we're going to, I'll take care of you. You don't worry. You know, you're going to be taken care of, like delivers it right back. So now, yeah, because now the ball's in her court. Right. And she doesn't even really realize yeah, it she's, yet. She's got the balls. She's got what? She's got, she's the, got balls the balls. On her horse. She so, got them from us. Because you, uh, you know, and everybody's like, you should give it back to us. You got to make these right. You know, you got to, whatever, all this. You need to give us the money. It's our money. All we care about is money. We talk about, like, we like you, but no, we just want granddad's money. So now she's kind of a bit of a celebrity. You know, everything's all about Marta. Uh, ben Wall's talking to Nana. 
And she's completely senile. She has no idea what the fuck's going on. And so it's more like him talking to himself, working things out. He's talking out loud or thinking out loud kind of at her. Um, oh, it's like hanging out with men. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any place for sexism. <laughs> I hate so you. So now, <laughs> you know, we even get to Marta's apartment. You know, Walt is right there. And she's like leaving her apartment. He's like, you should renounce your inheritance. And, uh, we, you know, we could... Your your mother might get deported, but we could probably fix that with lawyers if we had money, Michael Shannon. <laughs> and she's like, whatever lawyers you have that you're talking about, the great lawyers, they're now my fucking lawyers. So I can handle this myself. I don't need you. Yeah, it is. Michael she's Shannon. like, so you can use the resources to help protect my mother. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, so I guess your resources are my resources, so I can use them to help my mother. It's like, well, when I hold on, Michael well, Shannon. Not when you put it like that, <laughs> Michael Shannon. It doesn't really make sense, Michael Shannon. <laughs> so she meets with Ransom to figure out this letter. You know, he get he's like, I got this letter. Or it was supposed, you know, or she had a letter. That's it. She got a letter in the mail. That's what she was like dealing with when Michael Shannon approached her. And it's like the top, the header of the toxicology report. But the rest of it's blanked out. Or like they made a Xerox but had another piece of paper so it just didn't Xerox. And so she's talking with Ransom about it and uh, missing a lot of info. So we got to we gotta go down to the records building and fi- figure this out. Obviously they would have it at the records building. Right? Oh fuck, it's burnt down. <gasps> oh no. Dun, dun, dun. Fire is like the one thing that records are scared of. <laughs> yes. They, they, they run. They try. They but they never, can't because they they're inanimate. It. It's a sad existence. They never make it. Poor records. It's just waiting to get rifled through by that weird little ghost and soul. Yeah, nothing like a little finger <laughs> lick and a flick. Inanimate bad. Inanadarma, Good. No, no, yeah. no. I guess I'm gonna. Nothing, I'm gonna just like a, a good lick. I'm just gonna. Flick. Yeah, I'm gonna go a back to the flick. lick and a flick. I'm gonna go back to the lick and a flick. Are we? Are we talking about beans now? Is that? She still. She still got Chris Evans. On I'm. She panned the camera upwards. I'm, I'm, so now it's just. Her yeah, face but her shoulders seem to be moving quite aggressively. I'm not sure what. We're, she's working on her. Yeah, DJ that's it. Which is good. Wicka wicka. <laughs> wicka wicka what? Wicka wicka what? Hand check Elise. <laughs> why are your why are your fingertips don't, wrinkled? Don't say, say, <laughs> wrinkled. Like you've been in the tub for a while. Yeah, you, you, you've been in some water for a while, it looks like. <laughs> you guys are gross. Soaking your hands in cider? Just, just tape them up. All right, so anyway, Jesus fucking... Fuck. Balls. So Blanc is there. He's there, you know, the records building's burned down, but Blanc is right there on the case, on the scene. And Anna and Chris are in the car like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Why would somebody do all this and even burn down an entire building just to, to, to blame you? And then she gets a random email, suddenly pops up on her phone. And I like when we can use cell phones in the plot of movies. Right? Like, there are a lot of times that it hasn't fully made its way into like movies and scripts 
But when we can utilize it as a plot device, because it is pretty much a complete part of our lives, it's great. So she gets this random email, and she looks at it on her phone and says... Well, this is important, too. She doesn't just get the random email. She says, I haven't gotten any other communication except for the letter. And uh, douchebag McHotface <laughs> was like, you haven't gotten anything? No no phone calls, no emails, no text messages? And she was like, well, I haven't checked my email because I'm not at work. The email. And... And so then she checks her email, and she does have one. And it says, 1209 Columbus Road, 10. She sees the clock says 932, and then sees Blanc approaching them. She's like, fuck it, we got we to gotta go. She steps on it, we got to chase. And they're racing somewhat excitedly through the streets of this tiny town. And I, she does... At a max speed yeah. of 60 miles. And she an does hour. the move that nobody ever does in car chases. When they come up on the side of you, slam on the brakes. So they keep going very fast. And then you can turn and they're way ahead of you. And there you go. She does the, the, the one thing everybody's like, slam on your brakes and let them go. <laughs> and she does. And it's, I mean, it works out for a few minutes. So they do a catch up, but still, she did it. So uh, she goes, gets to the place, goes in to fulfill the email, meet at 10 o'clock, and the cops are pulling up and grab ransom. Uh, she pukes into a cup because she had lied. She said a lie to ransom had been like holding back the vomit this whole time. She pukes into a cup. That was because, I think because she just lied to... Because uh, Blanc hasn't come up to her yet. Law, right? Because that was right before. Right? She so pukes into the just, cup and then uh, has to hide it when Blanc walks up to her car. And she, uh, yeah, lies to uh, ransom. That's what starts about it. something. I don't remember. But she lied. and so then now Benoit's in her car. It's like, oh yeah, ransom was totally making you do that. So she's driving along and suddenly parks. You know, uh, she needs to do something. So she goes inside to to make this ten o'clock meeting. And he just sits in the car playing. Got his headphones on, just listening yep. to something or other. Got some music on, playing games, hanging out on his phone, buying his time. When she gets into this building, Fran is there uh, from the opening. The lady from the opening with a, the coffee mug. Just dying. That, the housekeeper, yeah. Dying. There's a medicine vial on the floor next to her. And she's <laughs> You can't read. I, I I wasn't able to read what the vial said, but we know we know what's happening to this yeah. poor woman. She she died. She's got a goddamn spider and, on her face. And, yeah, spider crawling across her face. Ew, super gross. Yeah, yeah and she says, on the building. "You did this. Won't get away with this." And Anna starts doing CPR, and then the ambulance pulls up, and like Benoit's still out there just jamming, doesn't even notice the fucking sirens yeah. and lights pulling up right behind him, but. Uh, so we get into the hospital because, you know, Fran just died and Anna's wanting to confess like, all of this is my fault. I'm sorry. I'm the worst person ever. And, uh, Blanc interrupts. her, like, now Ransom told Elliot everything, everything, everything. So we go back to the house and gather the family together so that Anna can, spill the beans and say, sorry, I'm a terrible nurse. I fucked up the medicine. I killed your grandfather. And now all of this is my fault. I, 
have your money back, I guess. I didn't have any idea about that. I wasn't banging him and influencing him to give me the will or anything. My bad. Are we good? <laughs> we cool. We cool? Yeah, we cool. So, But before she can open her mouth, which, let Anna Darmus open her mouth, man. Come on. <laughs> but Blanc storms in. And you have all been awful to this woman. And uh, then we get the big aha moment. Now, I have said that this is like a donut hole. But it isn't a donut hole because our donut hole isn't whole. It's a smaller donut with a donut hole in the middle of our donut hole. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you getting to something with this? Or Do you want yeah, a donut? Are you hungry? But like, what's going on? <laughs> now, why was I hired? Was someone trying to reverse the will? I was hired before the will was opened, but that person must have known that a crime was committed. Everybody's like, oh, fuck, you're right. I didn't, I didn't. Somebody hired this guy for a reason, so they must have known something went down. Obviously. If the intent was to reverse Marta's inheritance, then they must have known Marta did it. There's... There's only one truly guilty party behind all this. And this is when Trooper Wagner, oh, good old Trooper Wagner. Oh, thank God he was here. Says nobody. And he <laughs> and he brings in Ransom. Uh, and so, he, you know, it was just playing dumb. I, I don't know. Why, why am I here? I have no idea what's going on. So Blanc's like, all right. Crack my neck a little bit. Uh, uh, let me get into this shit here. Harlan told you everything. Because Ransom could beat him at go also. And for some reason, that's really important. So he tells you, you got pissed. So now, a new plan forms where Ransom sneaks back in, climbs up the fucking trellis. Lattice. Lattice. Through the secret window, swaps the labels on the bottles in Marta's bag... And takes the anti-morphine. So, Marta, you gave the correct medications because you're a good nurse. Earlier when I tested you, you picked up the right bottle without even looking at the label because you noticed the slightest difference in weight and viscosity. You're a good nurse. You could tell this is one thing, this is another thing. You gave him the right medication. If he would have... Such a good nurse, in fact. That you deliver medication intravenously with Yeah, <laughs> such a good nurse. Uh -huh. uh, no, but he switched the label, so she probably did actually see the label. But Bagadick switched him. He didn't switch he the didn't labels. He didn't switch the labels. He just switched he out the liquids. Syringed all of oh, the that's right. He did drain. He, he swapped it. Which labels would have been easier, so but she would have given him the one labeled more or labeled uh, tropoline, one, trampoline. Yeah, trampoline. trampoline. Yeah. If she would have given him the one labeled trampoline, <laughs> it would have yeah. been the morphine. But that means that she gave him the one labeled yeah. morphine. But she only knew because that, they fell on that the floor when it tipped it the board. It was the right medication because of the liquid, right. and that's how she could tell yeah. because it was the right, right liquid. And he's even like, if he would have listened to you when you tried to call the ambulance, he would still be alive completely. Mm -hmm. And she's like, holy shit! Oh my god! What a what a ride! I have aged fifty years in the past hour. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, regardless great. of the fact that she does, 
she gave quote unquote at the beginning gave him the wrong medication he still slit his own throat he did absolutely slit his own throat but because he thought he only had six minutes to live due to the yeah, medication but you can't issue necessarily deduce that just from i mean that's what's on my bucket slit your own throat slit my own throat is right there at the top <laughs> yeah. yeah so if i knew i was gonna die i'd be like well I can't go to Fiji, so the only thing left. It, I, I was I was gonna say, make sure you do that one last. Get the other stuff crossed off your yeah. bucket list first, but then you can complete it, bud. And that's last thing on my list: autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Me and David Carradine. Same. Yeah. Same. I'm coming and going. That's right. Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, so <laughs> yeah. Dan learned a lot about Elise today. <laughs> I yeah I oh I have in my notes Daniel Craig Baby Blues tell you that you're innocent because you're a good nurse Sploosh <laughs> Sploosh oh do who's my who, the... who's my good nurse who's a good nurse that's right oh you're a good <laughs> nurse yeah just splooshing all over the place uh, the toxicology report was normal. In fact, yes, if he'd listened to you, he'd be alive. So when Nana saw you climbing down the outer wall of this fucking building, she said, <laughs> Ransom, are you back again already? Because earlier, Ransom was climbing the walls. So yeah, she's a little bit senile, but she called you Ransom because just 20 minutes ago, Ransom was climbing up and down that fucking lattice. Be all like, you're not Spider-Man. So you're then he he parts and he tries to come back to get the vials after the deed is done. But the dogs are aggressive. So he's like, ah, I can get it tomorrow while everybody's at the funeral. And that's why he wasn't at the funeral, because he was trying to clean up the the drug bottle mess. But then he sees the news about, oh, he slit his throat and it's suicide. Oh. Well, I'm good then. Easy street for old Ransom. So then he gets to work on setting up the framing of Marta. Now, rude. the problem is that Fran saw him. She wasn't exactly sure what he was doing, but pretty sure it was bullshit. Whatever Ransom's up to is some bullshit. So she gets a copy of the toxicology report. Now, how she got that copy, I'm not clear on yet. Well, her cousin works at the at the office. She's, yeah. she's a receptionist. Well, it is. That's how she got the copy of it. See, it all comes to light. All I got to do is nothing. And answers fall to my feet. So she got a copy of it. <clears throat> sends that to Ransom. Not Marta, but Ransom drops it off at Marta's house, so she freaks out because he's again setting up the framing, and he's all he shows up to the will reading all happy. Everybody else is kind of anticipating and then pissed off, but he's the only one that's like super happy because he knows in his mind the toxicology report will show Marta is guilty, therefore she won't get the inheritance that he knows is in the will. And everything's going to be a-okay. Everything's coming up ransom. And then over <laughs> beers, she gives the confession and tells him what really happened. And he's like, and he realizes she didn't commit the crime. 
So then he's like, okay, well, I don't want to fuck you over completely. So whatever. Take money from my family. I hate them all anyway. Just give me my cut. As long as I get my money, I'm fine. And uh, then, of course, he sets the fire to destroy the evidence at the records building that they tried to go to. Because he thought that was the only actual copy of the toxicology report that would prove her innocence. And he thought that it, he... He, he knew that that would, he knew that the bottles were switched, but he knew that the toxicology report showed that he did she, the dude didn't overdose that he right. didn't have the morphine. So, so that's why he yep. he burnt the the building down, and uh, makes that yeah makes a note look like a threat to Marta. He sets this whole thing up. He gets to Fran. For, we get to see him go into that building to meet Fran and kills her and injects her with whatever that bottle was. I didn't read the label on. And sets up this whole frame job for Marta. And then she's like, wait a minute. Fran's last words weren't, you did this. It was Hugh did this. Because Ransom is such an egotistical prick, he makes all the help call him Hugh, not Ransom. So she didn't say you. She said, Hugh did this. She was trying to tell me what was going on. Dum, dum, dum. Michael Shannon. So, um, luck. Uh, so luckily, she had an extra copy of the toxicology report, and Marta outthought you. She, uh, you know, so she gets a call from the hospital, where she's like, "Oh, yep, she's totally dead." Absolutely. Now she said that she's alive because she turned oh, around. The, the... Right, right, yeah. Fran, yeah, got a call. Say, so she outthought you. She saved Fran's life. Wait, Fran's alive? Yeah, she's totally alive. Now, Trooper Wagner, since you're here for some reason, if you could get Hugh, let's all go to the hospital and get Fran's statement. And this is where Ransom snaps. And we get to see Captain America go evil. And I think uh, I had read somewhere that he picked this role because he was like trying to very aggressively go against type. He'd been Amer Captain America for so long. It's like, I want to play a character with depth even a bad guy like give me something to fucking sink my teeth into as an actor and uh, he does it he goes whole evil hog here I was like you think you could just he steal all yep. this and fucking... I'll take that evil hog <sighs> you know what let her have it let her have this let her have this better her than us if you want to better her than us. <laughs> um, he's like, you think you could just steal all this from us, our ancestral family home? <laughs> like, Shut sure. up. Well, I know that is bullshit because Holland bought this house in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Would you shut up with that from a from a pack of from Sandy a pack of Sandy real estate? Like yeah. Is, Would you shut up with that foghorn leghorn drawl? Yeah, I killed Fran, but it turns out I didn't. So what? I get attempted murder, maybe a little bit light arson. I'll be out in no time, and I'm going to make your life hell, you vicious little bitch. And then Marta throws up in his face, and it is disgusting. Chunky. <laughs> Chunky. Oh. She needs to chew her food better. Chunky. Yeah. Todd, you got it. Yeah, didn't look like beans at all. You got it. Again, so now another Family Guy reference when he's in the Fat Guy Club. And they're about to go into the woods, and this guy goes, it looks like you went through the... And coughs up an entire live chicken. <laughs> and Peter's like, 
Todd, you got to start chewing your food. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she does need to chew better. But it's like little perfectly cut squares of carrots. Like someone just got a Campbell's soup mix. Just tossed it. And just tossed it. Yeah. It was probably Quentin Tarantino. No, let me do. Let me be the (laughs) one to spit. I got to spit. Uh, Listen to our Kill Bill episode. Damn. So she pukes in his face and... uh, (laughs) You can tell she's been holding on to it since the phone call because she lied. The hospital called Fran is dead and Ransom Ransom just confessed. Oh, tomorrow. In for a penny. And then he grabs a knife and everybody's like, yes, go on. <laughs> it's a it's a saying. Oh, I haven't heard it. Lovely, though. No. In for a penny. When in Rome. <laughs> when, yeah. No, he uh, grabs one of the knives off of the chair and and lunges and, and stabs it into her chest. But it's it's a prop knife. It's one of the spring loaded oh. knives, but oh, God to be a to be a prop knife. <laughs> like I wonder if all the knives in there were prop knives or if it's just like that one. He just got bad luck and grabbed the wrong one. It would knife. be more hilarious if it was just the one. Just the one. It was like two hundred knives. Well this is this was Chekhov's Chekhov's uh fake knife right because it was mentioned in the very beginning of the film when harland is talking about his whole career has been murder nothing but murder and then he's like it gets to the point where i start seeing murder and everything and like i can't even tell the difference between a real knife and a prop uh-huh bubs your uncle bubs your uncle swiggity swag fake penetrating in and why would you fake that i mean why i don't think he wanted to he didn't intend to fake penetrate yeah uh poor Poor Chris Evans <laughs> had to fake penetrate. He probably got in there. Might have. Good on him. Yeah. Good for you, bud. And Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. I didn't get in there, but I watched. <laughs> um, so. I was at the top. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's full on arrested. Oh, You're God, no longer just in trouble. You are full on arrested, bud. And uh, the family's all dejected. I like Ransom's getting hauled off by the cops. Don Johnson, I love as their cops are leading him to the car, Don Johnson's walking up with a wad of cash in his hand like he's trying to buy his freedom from the cops. <laughs> and there's like, no, he murdered people and burnt down a building. He, he's going to jail. Straight to jail. Uh, I mean, I'll take that money, but he's still going to jail. Ba-boom, yeah, straight ba-boom. to jail. <laughs> You make a dentist appointment and you're late, straight to jail. Overcooked chicken, straight (laughs) Straight to jail. jail. (laughs) We have the best dentist patients. Uh, Parks and Rec. So, um, so then she's talking, you know, to Blanc. We got, uh, oh yeah, as Don is trying to buy Ransom's freedom, he turns around and he sees Jamie Lee Curtis reading a letter. She did find the letter. So it wasn't a bluff. Harlan actually did write a letter about the affair. And she just looks up at him. And he can tell by the look in her face because Jamie Lee Curtis is a professional goddamn actor and can tell you an entire story just by a look on her goddamn face. It's written in invisible ink because she was lighting a cigarette. Oh, that's right. And it warmed up that. So, yeah. But anyway, the the look she gives lets Don Johnson know. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's over. Maybe. You cheated on the wrong accidental super spy. Yeah, dick. dick. 
And uh, so now Marta's talking to Blanc. When did you first know that I had anything to do with any of this? Well, the first time I met you because I saw the spot on your shoe. So it turns out he did know the whole time. God, he's so good. And she's a dumbass for wearing the same shoes the entire time. Multiple days just wearing shoes with fucking murder blood on them. Deal with your murder blood, listeners. Listen to your entitlement. Like we can't, working people can't afford to have shoes. You know, get murder blood on one pair of shoes. That's the only pair of shoes you got. Yeah, all you got now you just now I got murder blood them, shoes. Paint them all red. Mm-hmm. Now you got red shoes. Hide the murder blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So look at you with your probably two, three pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe some boots thrown in there. Now why didn't she hose off them Crocs? <laughs> oh, uh, this is idiocracy. <laughs> so she's like. I should I should probably help the family, right? And he goes, well, I have my opinion. But I have a feeling you're going to follow your heart. But no, don't help him. <laughs> but fuck him. <laughs> uh, so now... Serious, yeah, but, but fuck him. But fuck him. <laughs> so now we get her up on a balcony watching this fucked up excuse for a family down in the little roundabout licking their wounds and coming to terms with the fact that they are nothing without Harlan and they have to learn how to human for the first time in their miserable lives. And she's sipping out of this mug, my house, (laughs) my rules, my coffee, such a delicious cherry on top of this movie. Uh, Perfect ending title card. And that's the end of knives out. So let's give our thoughts, Dan. Um, so I love the movie. Rewatchability is a hard metric for this one, obviously, because the most enjoyable part of the movie is the the denouement into the climax, right? Um, and it's hard to experience that multiple times. Like once you know the twist. Sorry, listeners, if you haven't seen the movie and this whole thing was uh, two hours of spoilers. Uh, <laughs> that's the twist. You're listening to um, a movie podcast. But yeah, so, Get it so, together. <laughs> <laughs> but rewatchability is hard for this one. Um, but I have rewatched it. I went. I saw it in theaters twice, and then I've I've watched it uh on streaming services since then so i guess i can't say rewatchability isn't there i do love the movie but it it wouldn't be it can't be one that i would watch like every month or something like that i'm sure i'll watch it again in the future though so i'm gonna say that's a yes because it's spectacularly active yeah all right elise um i i totally get all of that but it's kind of i don't know maybe it's because i love the movie clue and kind of the whodunits type movies so much um, that this one is 100% rewatchable for me because each time you watch it, you might know the twist at the end, but you're going to get a little bit of something that you missed either in the dialogue or in the physical clues because there is a lot of um, physical things that they put into this movie. And then on top of which, the cinematography in this one is so beautiful it's rich and i'm a big sucker for really good cinematography so between the cast between that between the plot 100 percent rewatchable for me all right oh yeah the first time i watched it i was i don't know why i was like i wasn't that impressed with it but then after watching it again i'm like man this was really good movie a lot of good cast i mean it's yeah it's it's a it's a good movie it's definitely worth a watch and and a rewatch so yeah all right the quickest and most succinct you've ever been (laughs) good lord Oh, yeah, it's a good movie, good cast. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> watch it once, do it uh, again. So yeah, as I've said during the episode, I went Michael to see Shannon. this in theaters because of the uh, the knife camera trick, and uh, yeah, I 
was was blown away. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like you you think it's pretty obvious. It's it's weird that it's like we give you the answer right up front. Oh, but did we? <laughs> and they totally get you. And it's still it's still a complete who done it twist ending and the whole thing. It's it's fucking great. And uh I'm glad that he got a sequel out of it and I hope he continues doing the adventures of Benoit Blanc because I fucking also wrap me up in a blanket and fucking feed me Ryan Johnson, Benoit Blanc knives out movies all night. I, I, I fucking love these things. Yeah. The second one's really good too. So absolutely rewatchable. Are you guys going to do it? It's not on physical media yet. So, and we're past the G's. Mm. Maybe in the rewatch rewind if we ever get so, to the yeah. T's and the S's, man, because that's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, if we ever get back there. So, I would love to, because Glass Onion is great. And listeners, if you haven't seen Glass Onion yet, fix that shit. Also, rewatchable on that one too. Um, God, Janelle Monae, fucking amazing in that movie. She's so fucking good. Anyway, that's. Uh, David Bautista with friggin' a speedo and pistols yeah. tucked into <laughs> gun tucked into yeah. his fucking speedo. speedo. Two guns in these speedos, you know what I'm saying? Even Ed Edward Norton is like a, a billionaire philanthropist granola yeah. munching. Yeah, ah, uh, everybody punk, crazy, crazy person. Punk. All all great. So yeah, love these movies. Uh absolutely rewatchable. If you haven't seen it, you fucked up. Fix that. So, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at The Rewatch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email Party at gmail.com. Tell us about the gun in your Speedo. <laughs> uh, how many pairs of shoes do you own? And... Have you ever played Go? Yeah. Explain that to us. Know about this fucking... <laughs> email me the, the <laughs> instructions for the game Go, please. <laughs> How well do you chew your yeah. carrots? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you had to vomit in Chris Evans' face, how well would you chew the carrots? <laughs> it's important shit to discuss. Don't forget really? about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, wherein we rate and review the likability and fightability of characters featured in the movies we review here. We put up polls on our socials where you, the listener, determine who makes it into the tournament in the first place and then separate polls where you the listener determine how those battles play out so find us on twitter and facebook because your votes do count don't forget about the rewatch party merch line merchandising, merchandising. we will fucking slap this logo on a bottle of morphine a bottle that we says sure. morphine <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. not real. You'll know by the yeah, viscosity because it's, it's, it's a scheduled yeah. substance. We'll put it on a cake. We can put it on a cake. Ooh. We can put it on a we'll burnt down a building. Loaded knife. <laughs> Whatever you want. We'll, we'll put it. We'll put it on a. We'll put it on a mug. My my house. My rewatch my party. My rewatch That's right. party. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so get at us. Get your merch. Represent your favorite podcast. Join us next week as we <laughs> smuggle fake designer jeans with Rob Schneider in knockoff. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony, Elise, and Dan. And thanks for rewatching.
I'm here for the cock and guap. Hong Kong and the world are poised for one of the most historic moments of the closing century. The return of Hong Kong to Chinese rule after a century and a half as a British colony. On the streets of Hong Kong, a war is raging between the criminals who rule the city and the terrorists who threaten the world. One man is caught in the middle. And he'll need all the help he can get. She's a cop? You didn't tell me she was a cop. Let's go! So you're a spy, huh? We work for the government! We're CIA! That's not a battery. That's a state-of-the-art explosive device. They can target anywhere they want. And they're gonna put these bombs into clock radios, stereos, even children's toys. And once this stuff gets shipped, there's a lot of innocent people gonna be in a lot of grave danger. We don't know what you did! This is obviously between you two, so if you can aim at him... We send the detonation signal. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road? You better buy some new CDs, Harry. It's pathetic. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Knock off.